This episode of the Bayou Dragons podcast is proudly brought to you by Dragon Industrial Rap. Fuse. Ready for any project, no matter how big or how small. Dragon Industrial Rap. We are here for episode 33 of the Bayou Dragons podcast. Per usual, me and Mitch McCall. And today we have reoccurring guests, Damone Bailey and our good friend, Christian Grundle Simpson. Simpson. Good Simpson. evening. What's up, guys? We have been, well, first off, Damon, you've been a very hot topic on getting you back in on the podcast. Multiple people have messaged saying, we want that big fuck back. Mm. That was literally quote for quote. Like, they called you Goliath. They called you Sasquatch. XL. Yeah, they called you big. <laughs> and then Grundle. We've been Christian Grundle. <laughs> we're gonna we're going to go into why we nah, a select few. Well, I'm gonna keep calling you Grundle because that's what hey, we've called what you. does that mean? Well, no. Well, first off, Grundle is. Nah, that, we'll actually get to that topic. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that here in yeah. a little bit when uh, we talk about how the name came about. <laughs> yeah, so we yeah. are beyond excited to have Grundle joining us today. <laughs> that's for sure. And then we even have a spectator today, Jordan Johnson. <laughs> he's back there just going to drink some beers. He might hop on here in a segment or two. Professional baseball player. He damn near could have been. He pooched, though. He pooched. He, all he did, <laughs> he, pooched. He, he pooched. I mean, he broke the GAC RBI hitting home run record, did all that shit, and then he still pooched. So we'll get to that here in a little bit. But uh, Grundle and Damone, man. Glad That's you are here. Good. Glad to be back. Good to be here. How did y'all, before we get into it, how'd y'all like the dinner? Man, that, that elk was good, man. Thank you, 13 Pacific Waves. He fucking killed it with sending us some fucking fresh. Uh, For sure, if I only had one complaint, it was uh, the next time if he could send some man-sized <laughs> steaks. That, that was my first time ever eating elk. Porter sous vide it per usual. Seared it on the old smoky on the back porch. And outstanding flavor first off, and the meat was in. I don't know how they shipped it with dry ice. You said they had like some, yeah. He shipped it from Minnesota. Yeah, it came in great shape. It was still frozen with oh, the dry yeah. ice, and uh, man, great flavor. Porter did a great job on that. Yep, I and just that, needed six more plates. Though, yeah, for myself anyway. Yeah, I know I, Grundle was probably good with the, the single plate he ate. But. I mean, I could ate another plate or two, but. Mm. Now, for and the most part, it was good, man. We tried to – I tried to save a little bit for uh, Jordan because he said he was coming over, and then Damone just went – I apologize. I did not know you were attending at the time. Well, that, yeah. wasn't all, that wasn't all Damone either. I mean, I think I took about four four more pieces out of that plate too. Uh, <laughs> that shit was good. That was the first time I've ever done the elk steak, so that was fucking great. Um, just for the listeners and viewers, Porter's presentation on his meals trumps – any restaurant that I've ever been to in my life. I mean, the plate, the pageantry. Well, he the, made uh, a comment, man. The way he sets it in front of you. What did you say, Porter, about yeah. the presentation when you made the plates? You said, like, well, this is something that, and our good friend that <clears throat> gave us this meal, if it's something like a, a food that of, how the fuck did I even say it? I said it very eloquently. Just it sounded very good when you said it. It sounded good when you said it earlier, but basically this man worked hard to get this to get this kill, yeah. get this meat. I'm gonna yeah. present it in a way that, you know should be acceptable. Should respectable. Be respectable. Respectable. Yeah, like, something like that. I mean photo worthy. And and that and I do that with my own kills. I want it to be I worked hard for this. I did the preparation. 
I did the hunting. I did the killing. I did the cleaning. I want it to be, and I do that with just me and my wife. I'll just, if I just do a two person dinner, I'm still prepping it. I'm making the plate look nice. Like the whole situation. I want that. I respect the animal and, or, you know, whatever it is. If it's fucking poultry, I'm still going to make it look nice. Oh yeah. Cause I respect, I, I think you need to put a level of respect into what you're cooking. You know, 100%. I mean, it's not no fucking ramen noodles. Yeah. Just throw it in a bowl <laughs> and fucking throw some hot water on it. But yeah, like absolutely. if it's something that's been alive, I think that's how you show your sign of respect is to make it look pretty. And then it just helps with the, I think if you, if you go into it, like, Oh wow, this looks great. It tastes great. Then the whole experience is even better yes. than just right. like a, just a bowl of fucking jambalaya. <laughs> And you're like, man, this shit tastes great, but it always also looks drinking like ice cold <laughs> Coors Light. I, I I definitely paired. I drank whiskey during mine. I paired, <laughs> I paired mine with that small batch Elijah Craig, and it was. And I will say, most of the meals we uh, that Porter cooks for us on these when we did the podcast nights, he sous vide. I don't know how to pronounce the word sous vide. I guess he sous vides these these meats. And how does that work, really? Because we talk about it every time we start the podcast. Porter sous vide this. So, basically, you're cooking the meat in a pot of water. The meat's vacuum sealed. Yeah, so, like, the, these elk steaks, I salted pink Himalayan salt and then just some black, like, corn pepper flakes. Just grinded both of those. I vacuum seal it, and I put it in 55 degrees Celsius. And I put these in because they're a little bit smaller than, like, a one-inch ribeye. I did it for 40 minutes pulled it off and you had the old smoky gray charcoal hottest shit and I went basically maybe 45 seconds each side pulled it and I took that Dow strong knife cut it up into thin slices medium rare beautiful and I started eating most of my meat medium rare now I mean just because of the flavor best way to do it you just you get the flavor from it like people that and look you can cook yours well done or however you want to and it's fine. It's just, it's tough. If you sous vide a steak and cook it medium rare, like that that elk today, you could literally pull Melts it apart. Melts in your mouth. You could pull it apart with uh, your fingers. So right. I like eating beef jerky out of a bag, not on a plate. So Go to a steakhouse. I mean? <laughs> Go to a steakhouse. Wipe, cut the horns off, wipe his ass, and put them on yeah. the plate. Well, dude, yeah. I, I remember actually one time with Damone and Mitchell, I ate a raw steak. Remember that time at Gator Country, I ate that raw steak? We were actually making the kebabs. You we were making we, the kebabs. Uh, we chopped up all the steak. It was and, marinating. Uh, he was, Mitchell and Porter were marinating that shit. I look over there, and Porter's just taking these cubes of raw meat and just <laughs> – Eating him when we were extremely intoxicated as well. But uh <laughs> I was like, Wow, that's rare. He's like, doesn't get no better, man. It I don't, don't man. I do if it's if it's handled properly, and that's why like all the wild game that we do, most of it we clean and cook like ourselves. So yeah, I'm gonna cook it as rare as I can because I know where it's been. It's been on my kitchen counter getting like yeah. quartered up. Like we did four deer in my kitchen when my wife was gone at work. And I was just like, we got to just clean. All we had to do is clean up this mess before she gets home because we just had four fucking deer straight from the cooler onto my island. Like, it was a mess, but we – fantastic. And that sausage was good too today, which yeah. I, that was Yellow Rose. They did the sausage. Yellow Rose out of Winnie. So, yeah. we got Grundle here today, and uh, a bunch of you might ask, you know, what the fuck is a Grundle? Or why, <laughs> why are y'all saying Grundle? So, Grundle is – we've known him for years. He's a great friend of ours. We do a lot of hunting, fishing, and stuff together. And he acquired this name uh, on a specific morning, and I think Porter or Grundle should – 
tell the story of how the name came about, and it just stuck, man. His name is Christian, but it's Grundle to us. So let's talk about the story, man. Go ahead, Grundle. So <clears throat> I don't exactly remember where we were at. Uh, it was me, Porter, Mitchell. We're sitting out there hunting one morning. Middleton. It was Middleton? Middleton. 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 We're hunting Middleton one morning, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not shooting you when I tell you this. First bird that comes in that morning is a uh, is a mallard in. She comes flying in. She cups up, does everything perfect, and I shoot her. Does it dirty. Does it. With the triple barrel. Absolutely. Oh, with the triple triple barrel. barrel. Does it absolutely fucking dirty. She hits the water, and the whole time I'm watching it, man, that wind was blowing pretty hard, and it was just pushing this bird all the way to the backside of this pond we're hunting. I'm like, man, that fucking sucks. Sitting here. No dog? No, no dog. No dog. Shot my first first mallard hen, and uh, she just floating off. Well, the whole time we're sitting there and this mallard hen is just floating off to the backside of this pond, this old hawk comes flying around. Oh, we just know what's about to happen. That, what was it? That bird got to the backside of that pond, this hawk flew down. I'm talking about his deep breast in it. Well, the whole time this is being, de- that bird is just devouring my bird. Uh, I hear Mitchell go, somehow tank got brought up. Somebody's gooch or tank got brought up. And uh, we're do, sitting, do you want to do you want to uh, and tell what a gooch or tain is? Well, just yeah, elaborate I mean, for them. I mean, that's a, that's a part from your ball sack to your asshole. They call that it the ass skin. neck. Yeah, the, it's ass, the, piece neck. Of the ass neck. Yeah, the, the texture. Ass, you know, the the, ass that neck. little that little piece of skin right there with the odd texture. <laughs> so no, uh, we're sitting there and I hear tank get brought up, and uh, the whole time they're sitting there having this conversation, I'm watching this bird and it's just destroying my mallard hen, and all I hear is. Grundle, and I turned around and look at them, and they're both looking at me. And Mitchell goes, "That's your name." <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, well, all right, well, I guess my name's Grundle for now on." You know what I mean? Every time I get around them now, it's just Grundle. Like I, hell, sometimes I forget my own name. My wife I even calls you Grundle. <laughs> yeah, everybody. But now there's a certain hand. Now don't get it. Don't get this shit twisted. There's a certain handful that can call me Grundle. Look, like outsiders looking in, you can't call me Grundle. This is a certain handful. Yeah, don't call him Grundle. That's a special. So, yes, that's where when you got it. But I remember the conversation fully. It was before we were hunting. It was me, you, and Mitch, and me and you were sitting on the front of the boat, and we're just talking, and we're talking about dirty shit, you know, whatever. Oh, just, blind talk is the just best. Just blind talk, talk. locker room it, talk, locker room man. talk. We're just talking locker room talk, and Mitchell's up there in the front of the boat trying to croak. And we were talking, you know, about maybe buttholes and whatnot. And I, I used the term Grundle. Well, Mitchell perks up and goes, Grundle, I haven't heard that name. Like, I haven't heard it like a taint called that in, in a while, in a long time. And I was like, you know, we joked about it, blah, blah, blah. That then when your mallard hen got destroyed <laughs> by a red, a red tail hawk and we said something about Grundle and it's just Mitchell goes, that's the way Mitchell did it, though. Like, yeah. He, I'm literally looking at this bird destroying my mallard hen. I looked at I hear Grundle get called, and I look at Mitchell. Mitchell goes, that's your name. Your name. <laughs> I was like, well, fuck it. I guess, I, I guess we're going to run with it. Then. I did feel bad for Grundle that morning <laughs> because, for like he said, it was his first ever mallard hen, and this was a good-sized pond. The wind was whipping, and it blew that bird. Oh, you know, we'll get it later. And then that hawk started circling. And, and when I tell you, that hawk picked that bird to the bone. Clean. Clean. Like, you ain't doing nothing with well, that Well, dude, bird. it was so funny because remember, like, Grundle got up and was like, he goes, that's my bird. That's my bird. And we're like, dude, just sit down. It's fine. He's going, he's, dude, this south wind's going to push him right up against that north bank. 
were it's cool that Hawk had his way with them. It ate the grundle off that fucking bird. <laughs> sure and did. I right. probably would have had to give him the triple barrel, man. That, well, just that out tri- of spite. Hey, that triple barrel was a bad bitch, man. Do you still have that shotgun? Oh, yeah. I still have it. Man, there's went, I went one full year without cleaning it. Brought it out the duck hunt. I mean, it never missed a beat. I mean, it still shoots smooth. I mean, now, you, just, you can't beat that gun. The it's, only thing I don't like about the triple barrel. Oh, it's heavy as fuck. It's a heavy bitch. Dude, yeah. it's like holding a like 25-pound plate on your shoulder and then just shooting like cannon. Seriously. It is huge. And so what people, if you don't hunt, it's a literal, You, I mean, you would see like in the cartoons or whatever if you don't oh, watch a, any. It's a double barrel. It's literally and then, like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a triangle. It's the fucking, it's legit. And what's crazy is a lot of people told me that you can fire off all, or not necessarily all three barrels at the same time, but like if you, uh, like it's, yeah. Like a certain way that you can hold it. You know what I mean? Like you can sit there and just go boom, 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 boom. I did it one time last year and it scared the absolute shit out of me. I'm talking about like when I shot it, it went like almost blew me back was, into Mars. So I was like, God damn. You, you remember just, the, uh, it's just legit. The A1 snap of Grundle uh, with the, the scary movie reference talking about oh, uh, no. seven days. It's been seven days. <laughs> it's been seven days. <laughs> seven that, days. Hey, we like to have fun out there, man. You know, do some fun shit. Cut up. But anyway, yeah, we've had some great memories with Grundle. Me and Grundle um, have some pretty interesting stories from the Bayou. Man, I get a phone. I get a phone call one uh, one evening after working days. Mitchell calls me up. Hey, man, my uh, my boat just got out of the shop. He was like, uh, "You want to go on the Bayou and go run it with me?" I was like, "Hell yeah, let's go. Let's go run this boat on the Bayou." We launched over at Leon's. We come out. We heading back towards Pine Tree. Actually, we stopped at Pine Tree, drank a few, got about to eat. We're on the way back, and, man, it's like it's 8 p.m. I mean, it's dark as hell outside. Well, Mitch has a – I mean, I don't know what the length of it is. He has a big-ass light bar in the front of his boat. It's like 18 inches. 18 inches? Yeah, it's, it's a solid light bar. I wish I, had eight, wish I had 18 inches. But anyways, uh, <clears throat> so we're coming we're coming back, and uh, we're coming back on the bio – or coming back, you know, heading back towards the boat ramp. And, uh, man, we're just sitting there. We're, we're just booze cruising. No, I mean, we're, we're, literally all we're doing was, we're was putt, boot cruising, putt button down the middle of the bayou. Seriously, light bar is on. We're just chilling, you know. Yeah, listening to music, drinking beer, bullshitting, and uh, this boat comes around this corner, and uh, now we've seen it the, the whole time. The boat never got off plane. Like the boat was like this the entire time, and uh, I looked at Mitchell and I was like, surely not. Surely this boat ain't gonna fucking hit us. Um, he gets a little closer. I'm like, man, surely not. Excuse me, and. uh, it gets closer and closer, and about that time, I stand on the front of the boat, and I'm waving my hands. I'm like, man, this motherfucker's about to hit us. And sure enough, he hits us. I bail off to the left. The boat goes to the right. And, uh, man, I mean, let me just let everybody know. I'm in my work uniform. Like, I got my keys in my pocket, my phone in my pocket, wallet, all that good shit on me. And uh, so I come out of the water, man. I'm pissed. Like, I'm, I'm cussing up and down. And uh, Mitchell just kept screaming, Christian, get back in the boat. Get back in the boat. So I, I swim back up to the boat. I get in the boat. Mitchell had done grabbed this boat, or the dude that hit us, he done grabbed this boat, was pulling it towards us the whole time, and I'm talking about this lays one to him. Boom, smokes this motherfucker. And it was loud enough for me to go, God damn. Like, he was, that was a solid-ass punch. Well, let me tell you one thing, okay? I don't get mad. I'm not an angry person. It takes a lot to piss me off, but this dude... He he wasn't right in the head. Well, he he was being 
fucking he, stupid. He was impaired. He was probably very, on some drugs or something. Very, but he very came around up. and, uh, you know, we're in the middle of the bayou, got the lights on, and he should have saw us. Anyone, you know, right would have saw. And we weren't. We we had had a couple beers, you know. We we were fine. And uh, this dude just hits his head on. Grundle had to bail off, and I ducked down the back of the boat. And when he hit us, he kind of went off to the side. He fucked up my boat a little bit, but it really pissed me off because Grundle had to bail. I mean, what if I like had a kid in the boat or something? You know, like you don't fucking go on the bayou like right. that. Right. But uh, well, Mitchell hit him that first time, dude. I'm talking about. I went, God damn, like he he stuck him pretty good. Even flush. Man. Oh, very flush. <laughs> well, then about the time I'm getting in the boat and I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure out what the hell, like, really what's going on. Mitchell done hit him again. I said, man, fuck this. I'm gonna get mine in too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm soaking ass wet. Thanks. I'm about to knock your motherfucker. Yeah, ass I'm the up. one. I'm the one that should be pissed off. And I hopped in the boat with him, and I'd hit him. I run back to the back of the boat, and I'm decking this motherfucker. And Mitchell grabs me, puts me in the boat, pushes that dude boat off. He's like, the best thing for you to do is get the fuck out of here before I drown you in this motherfucking bio right now. Yep. And he did too. He shagged ass. Man, we get back to Leon's. I get in my truck. And the whole time, me and Mitchell are like, man, we got to turn around and just go follow his ass. Go that, find out what boat ramp he's going me to off, beat dude. the shit dude, out of you. But do y'all not remember who I'm y'all? Gonna, I'm going to take it now. No. Yeah, y'all. So at this time, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a patrolman. <laughs> that was before I went to livestock and and CID and uh I get this you know look at my phone Mitchell's calling me I said oh that's my boy you know I'm like what's up dog he's like hey man I'm in a fucking bind I'm like oh shit I'm like what have you done so he runs this whole thing down to me and I'm like man fuck that dude so I'm like number one. He rams your boat with a boat. I mean, that's ag assault with a deadly weapon, basically. Yeah. On top of that, he damaged your boat, which, I mean, it, there you got criminal mischief. And then Mitch was like, man. So, like, somehow his wallet landed in my boat. No, what happened no, was, I'll tell was, you what happened. When he hit my box. boat, he had a dry box, and it yep. fell out of his boat, and I pushed him off, told him, and I told him he took off. And I grabbed that dry box, had his wallet in it, and his ID. I was like, man. You know, I figured out who he was, where he lived, and everything. And uh, this dude was, you know, he he wasn't. Um, you could tell, you know. Well, he had a pen. Uh, what was it? A uh, prison card. I'm not going to say any names, but he was a fucking sex offender. So yeah. Oh, uh, so we'll, yeah, we should we should we'll leave it at that. And, and uh, I was like, man, <laughs> fuck that dude. The best thing you do is lose that stuff. Whatever. And uh, I mean, obviously. You told me your story. He didn't call and report it. If he reports it later on, I know what happened. And, you know, if anything, I mean, most of the shit was on him, you know. <clears throat> no, you no. defended yourself, basically. I mean, he committed piracy, basically. Yeah. Basically. Fuck that, dude. I bet that motherfucker will never catch plane or never not get on plane again. No, I should have told yeah. it. You should have took his fucking kill switch and threw that motherfucker in the bayou and then pushed him off. should have just threw his ass in the bayou. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mitchell called me about Mitchell called me like pretty quick after that. I don't remember if I was at work or if I was just at home and he's like, Bro, you wouldn't imagine what me and Grundle just went through. I'm like <laughs> Tell me. I hope that guy watches this podcast. Yeah, he no doesn't. Shit. He doesn't have a TV. Hey, what's but, crazy uh, what's crazy is about two weeks two weeks after all that happened, I'm at the stop and drive right there in Finette and I actually seen that son of a bitch at stop and drive. Probably had no clue, huh? No clue what he had, or no clue yeah. who the hell I was. He was so strung out, dude. Oh, like a son of a, well, they were hanging out on that sandbar too. They took that sandbar during the week and they were just, I mean, God knows what the hell they were doing, but I mean, 
You pass by, and I'm talking about it. I'm talking about some serious tweakers. Like the light bulb, dogs. son. What? That high-speed chicken feed. Porter, hit me one of them coors there, bud. But yeah, that, that's the kind of shit that it usually doesn't happen on the bayou where we all hang out. We usually don't run into people like that. Usually everyone, you know, is... It's cool, calm, and collective. Yeah, cool, calm, and collective, just having a good time and, you know, not getting too to the point where they can do shit like that. No. You know? Yeah, I was... I was upset for Grundle and Mitchell whenever he's like, dude, my boat, just literally a dude ran into my boat. I was like, neat. He's like, I hit him and Grundle hit him. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> yeah. I imagine Grundle's little wet ass in that fucking one, those uh, <laughs> oh, he Nomex. Like a wet dog, man. Oh, pissed, oh, bro, man. just like a little wet lab rat just getting out and just. In his Nomex. By the time I got. What did he look like? The Notre Dame guy. You know, the college are you calling Grumble short? The, you talking about the you talking uh, about the fucking leprechaun? A fighting Irish man. <laughs> you know he's like two dukes up. You know we're about to see a fight between Grundle and Damone. I think oh. Damone get that. One. <laughs> I don't. I'm not so I sure, gonna, man. No, I ain't gonna I'm, test that one. Nah, man. I'm he's just, too damn. He's out of my weight class. He's probably a hundred pounds in your weight class. Grundle said, I'm, "I'm one of a handful of people that can call him Grundle." So. Well, no one would argue with you anyway. Even if you weren't, no one yeah, would I say anything. At that point, you can call me whatever, whatever the fuck you want, yeah, want to call me. The first you told me that, you're like, Damone, you can call me whatever you want to, man. I'm like, nah, man, you're my homie. Nah, yeah. that's cool, man. That's baby girl. <laughs> but, but nah, yeah, that shit. I mean, he, people we hang around with, though, man. Christian he, does not have shit in his neck. If you <laughs> pop off, doesn't matter. If it was anybody but me, my size, Grundle would hit you right in the fucking mouth. Oh man, to an extent, I'd rather just walk away from the shit. But if you know, seems like every seems like every time we go out, shit just seems to follow us around. So I mean, the best thing you can do is walk away from it if you can't and nah, face that shit right there. Yeah, man. Yeah. So man, what's the worst that can happen? Get your ass kicked. Wake up next morning and go. All right, well, uh, Bill's uh, character. There's a lot of people though that, and especially people online, it's they haven't their ass kicked. Oh, especially nowadays, man. You Dude. bump them. Most of the time, if they, they you know they run their mouth behind a keyboard and they get pumped up a little bit out in public, and then you know Christian doesn't give a fuck if you're seven foot tall or <laughs> you know the size of a chihuahua. You talk shit, you're like, you know, Christian, like, what talk, bitch? And they're like, talk, talk oh man, you know, you that, bump them a little bit, and they're like, oh no, no, no. That's the thing. <laughs> Most people haven't got their ass kicked, so that's why they act like they do. Yeah, and Dude, nobody talks shit. Get back hit to them, the, you know? get hit once in the mouth, and you will be like, okay, that does not feel good. Mitchell. You don't even have to get your ass kicked. Get Have you ever been punched in the fucking mouth? Well, it's like what Mike Tyson said, man. Everybody's got a fucking plan until you get punched in the face. Yeah, and then you're just, <laughs> and like, then it's like, oh fuck, that hurts. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get beat up. That's why I don't talk shit to nobody. Hey, we go up to the casino one night. I mean, I'm, I'm shit faced, man. I go, <laughs> me and Mitchell go to the bathroom. We're walking out, and I'm, I'm doing my belt, and uh, I'm not shitting you. This dude, he's every bit of what. Six three, six four, he's bald, a big guy, bald headed motherfucker. He bumps into me. Hey, well, what about bald headed motherfuckers, though? Oh, ain't no, all easy, love. bro. No, I love the bald headed people. Hey, yeah, easy, nah, bro. We uh, we walk out of the bathroom. This big bald head son of a bitch. He bumps into me. I'm like, I'm not shitting you. This dude's every bit of six two, six three. He bumps into me. He goes, hey man, you good? I turn around, look at him, and I'm looking up. I'm going, yeah, motherfucker, I'm good. <laughs> no, what you said was he was being Grundle was intoxicated. Nah, I was very intoxicated. And, uh, 
this guy bumps into Grundle. I don't know what he said. And Grundle looks back up at me. He's like, good motherfucker, I'll bust your ass. <laughs> and I just grab Grundle and pull him back. I'm like, dude, Mitchell, stop. Mitchell Lilly grabs me. We go back to the casino floor. And I looked over at Mitch. I said, yeah, well, that dude would definitely whoop my ass. I said, but, I mean, literally, there was so much other, you know, so much other walk space that he could have walked in. He just got to bump into me like, I'm going to bump into this little motherfucker. Man, fuck that. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to push that fucking size around on people. <laughs> I guess, and I guess you are the smallest out of everybody because if Jay John hops on this, you see that he's the second biggest person in this room. It goes Damone, Jay John, Mitchell, me, and then there's Grundle. No, there's Sadie, and then there's me. <laughs> yeah, I guess Mitchell's fat ass <laughs> fucking dog. But uh, I guess you do get, you probably get picked on a lot, Grundle. And not mm-hmm. saying because you look like someone that should get picked on, you're just smaller. Mm-hmm. I mean, how tall are you? Five eight, five six. Shit, I'm glad. Oh yeah, five. No, you had it right. Five eight. Five eight. Five eight so and a half. F- so you're five eight and a buck sixty five, maybe. Nah, I'm five six. Buck. Five six. Yeah, about a buck sixty. About buck sixty. So yeah. like, people think like small people you can just pick on. It's like, yeah, which is bullshit. I mean, I'm yeah. trying to have a good time. Y'all want to fuck with me? Like, <laughs> they got another dude over there seven foot. Hey, go, hey, go. At the go same time, out. I deal with the same amount of shit you do going to the fucking club. No, because he's so big. Because there's somebody grundle size that walks by and looks at me that's fucked off on whiskey or whatever it is, and they look like, "Oh, you think you're big, motherfucker?" And I look down. I'm like, <laughs> "What the, the fuck, fuck am I supposed <laughs> to do about it?" Physically, yes. Yeah, now, I don't think I'm big. I know I'm large, but I didn't say jack shit to you. And then next thing you know, all the fucking bouncers are coming. Hey, man, calm down. I'm like, mother, man, fuck, tell this motherfucker to calm down, you know? I'm to the point now so where I don't He really... deals with it from that direction, then I deal with it from the other way because well, somebody's got a little man complex somewhere. No offense, Grundle. Grundle doesn't have little man. Every fucking time. I, I, I don't go out no more. That's what I was going to say. I haven't been out in years, bro. I, I just try to go out and have a good time, man. If shit happens, shit happens. I, I don't even care to go out anymore. You go drink beer on the back porch, have your buddies over. I mean, go out. Yeah. I mean, every time I go out to a bar... There's always some bullshit now. Like it's like it just seems like we walk around with a tattoo on the forehead, going or saying, "Please Punch fuck me. with that. Please <laughs> fuck with us. Like, we're here to start shit. Yeah, like please fuck with us." Yeah, I don't care to go out. I mean, really at all. I mean, there's special occasions we'll go out, but you know, just sit on the porch and have fun. Just as much fun here as I would going to a bar. Yeah, I was with a buddy of mine from Orange, and it was a Memorial Weekend. This was years ago. I was a fucking teenager. But I've always been a large fella. And and this dude, his last name was Broussard. I'll leave his first name out. But he was just as big as me, if not a little bit bigger. And we're just standing there minding our own business. He's got his girlfriend there. And I was at the time, you know, this girl I was talking to, we're just fucking hanging out. And this random dude in the crowd walks up. It's like he looks at me and then looks at my buddy Broussard, you know, and looks back at me. He's like, yeah, I like whooping the fuck out of big motherfuckers. And I look, and before I could even cock back and hit the dude as hard as I could, my buddy Dylan had fucking banana hands. He, hands made mine look small. He slapped this dude open-handed. <laughs> and he just fucking goes rolling across the sand. And I look down, and I'm like, hmm. And I'm waiting on him to get up. I'm like, yeah, dude. Fuck that, that guy. And, man, he gets up, and he's so fucked up, you know. He sways and then sits down on his ass. I'm like, you good, man? He's like. He just nods his head, gets up, and walks off in the crowd. I'm like, what the fuck? The most random shit. We don't know who, where this guy came from. But 
It's always some shit like that. Yeah. I know I, I know how you feel, Christian. I truly believe there's people that just go out looking for bullshit. Like, nowadays, they just go out to, oh, I'm going to go out tonight and fight. Oh, all the time. Like, why, though? I mean, why? You, just, you can, I mean. It's also, that's, yeah. and that, that goes the other way. People that have always won and never got their ass kicked, they also want to go out and find shit. It's like, there's no in-between. It's either you've always won or you've, like, you've never got your ass kicked and got in a fight. Just one, when you get hit once, you're going to be like, I don't want to do that. Nasty. That shit sucks. Yeah, that's not fun. Like, it's not fun at all. Like, getting hit in the side of the head with a fist? Nah. I was giggling to myself before we started this podcast because this company off of Instagram reached out to us, Filthy Glasses Company. Not a sponsor of the podcast or nothing like that, but they, they're like, man, y'all look like y'all need some glasses. Like, fuck yeah. Come on. Dude, I put these on. I felt like I was wearing microwave, like, just doors over my face. They're amazing. They block out all the sun, all the haters. <laughs> block out all the haters. Go ahead. Look up Filthy Glasses Company, bro. These some bitches here. Mitchell's I need, like... I need a pair of those, man. Yeah, dude. Hey, these things are... I got to figure this thing out. I press the down button. Mitchell's opening a glass of red wine for our listeners. Down, down, uh, down, down. Wait till it stops. Penetration is reached. Keep going. It stopped. Now, just go up with it. it. No, go up with no, it. No, 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 no. Ooh. No, it's... Y'all, y'all continue chatting. I'm going to figure this no, out. No, press down, 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 down. Keep holding down. Keep holding down. There it goes. It's pulling uh, it out. There you go. Bam, now pull it out. Bam. There. Mm. Wait, what, what is on the cork? I've been, sitting on, on cork. I've been sitting on this bottle for a while. It's, it's a very Snoop special Dalton. bottle, very expensive bottle. Snoop Red. Uh, <laughs> Red. Pretty excited. Oh, yeah, Snoop Dogg on the cork? Yeah, yeah it's cork. 12. No, not on the cork. I don't yeah, know. No, no it is. Snoop is on the cork. cork. Is he on the cork? Where the hell did you buy that at? It was a gift. Fucking Market Basket. <laughs> it was a gift. <laughs> you can buy it at HEB Market Basket, your local liquor store. Specs. Snoop is on the cork. Look at it. Um, you can buy it from probably any gas station. It's about a $13.99 bottle of wine. It's the California red wine blend, actually, uh, Snoop Dogg. I know because we drink it at our house. I'm about to give her a shot. It's a solid a wine, honestly. For 14 bucks, mm. it's a good wine. It's probably just TAC. Are you drinking it straight out of the bottle? I'm out. I didn't bring any glass. I can get, if y'all want a glass, I can have Jordan fetch us a couple glasses. Gl- Jordan, no, grab it. it. No, I'll take the pull off the bottle. Okay, fuck it then. Right, Whatever. We'll pull it pass bottle. it around. I hate that we're... swig first, and then you can have a swig. Oh, I thought you had one already. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you had one already. I'm going for a swig here. <laughs> okay, Gin, so... juice. Mi- Mitchell's drinking there. a red wine blend straight out of the bottle. We are heathens. Dude, that is, that's pretty good. It is. I it's like a, that. I pass that shit down this way. For a $14 bottle of wine, is fucking fantastic. But 1400 you said? <laughs> yeah. So Snoop Dogg's wine is $1,400. We're passing around on the podcast. I feel like I'm at church. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I I'm good. That. Don't pass it down to me. Quick question. Quick no, question. Okay. Take a pull off did, the brother. Did, did Suge not kill... Uh, Yes. Biggies? Yes. Yes. Oh, dude, I don't know. Yes. He you know, did. back in the day, you know, Snoop, no, he did. Snoop was with the uh, the Bloods, you know, he did. all of them. You know, Tupac and everybody. He did. I watched uh, that show, actually, on Netflix. On oh, Netflix, yeah. I what was it called? It all? Uh, Unsolved. It was a badass little series, I did series watch too. it. It was, man. Ten episodes. Very good. How did y'all not stab yourself with the metal part of this freaking rap? I used I, to work in a prison, so we're professional. Not getting stabbed. 
okay, no to all y'all's things. I do highly recommend the Snoop Dogg wine, though, to the viewers. That's a good wine right there for a special occasion only, though. Kelly Red. Get you drunk and high. Oh. That's why he sells it. Oh, okay. No. Me and my wife, we've been talking about (laughs) starting a... No. Me and my wife have been talking about it, and I'm patented it already, so no one try to copy this. 19 Crimes. Yes, a 19 Crimes wine is fine. Yeah, 19 crimes. Well, so have you heard of 19 crimes? <laughs> well, just now when I read the label. Oh, of that wine. so if you if there's an app, it's the 19 crimes app. You look at the bottle of wine and you like you put your camera up to it. It's it's different uh like old gangsters or people in prison like Al Capone's on one of them and like it it the picture moves and tells you like why they're locked up, whatever. Like Snoop Dogg's definitely the most like wussy of all of them because he's like, you mean drug charges, you know, like possession of marijuana, possession of marijuana, <laughs> and then you have Al Capone. I killed forty eight people, <laughs> and like I got a Cabernet named after me. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, like That's good. I do like that. I do. It is no Snoop's is probably the. I mean, I do like Snoop's him. a soft ass criminal. <laughs> he's the soft <laughs> dude. I I think the funniest joke was that uh, who was that cooking. That cooking lady that used to uh, Martha Betty, Stewart. Martha man. Stewart. Martha Stewart has a worse criminal record than Snoop Dogg. Oh yeah, <laughs> she should be on a wine. Martha's crunk, bro. Dude. <laughs> and then you have Snoop Dogg is over here just smoking weed. Like, come on, boy. We yeah. all do that shit. Come on. Anyway, um, thank you, Nineteen Crimes. Thank you, Filthy Shades. Uh, so Grundle, what's up? You've been uh, hunting, fishing all your life, mm-hmm. and. Uh, we got to introduce to you when when you're about how how old were you Shit. when you moved to our town? I was a uh, because you were an outsider for a while. Everybody picked on you because you're <laughs> like, yeah, man, fuck that dude. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah I think uh, I moved over to Finette when I started my freshman year in high school. Is when I was actually I don't I don't even think I was friends with y'all until after I graduated high school. I mean, I knew I knew who y'all were from you know Mitch's brother and Jay John. Well, me and Jay John went to school together. Uh, that big we, was in, we was in the same grade together, but uh, Mitch, I mean, like, well, Mitch having uh, with Matt, like, I was good friends with Matt, uh, Nathan and Connor, they all introduced me to Matt, and then I met Jordan them with Ball, and then I don't think I really started hanging out with y'all until right after high school, yeah. So, I heard you were a lot better baseball player than Jordan Johnson. Oh, shit, if I had a size, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, no, let's not even talk about that. Like, you were a lot better, not nah, hell no, Jay John. I mean, that dude right there, he's just. Stop kissing his ass because he's right there. <laughs> Dude, I know you're way better nah, grundled, bro. What were you telling know. me? You used to hit way more, like, dingers than him? Fuck no. I only hit one my whole high school career, and it was off a of look. I thought I just popped up. One more than Jordan. <laughs> one more shit. than Jordan. I saw Jay John take one. I'm not shitting you about 450 and bridge, bridge shitty. Bridge shitty is when I saw Jay John take shugs. Shots fired. Four, Shots fired four, to Orange eight. County. Four fucking fifty. Jordan comes up. Man, when Shug when Shug came up to the plate or when Shug came up the pitch, I had I mean I was three for three. I had a I had a single, I had a double, I had another single, and they put Shug in. We had one out, guy on second, and uh, I told Coach Morris, I was like, man, just let me let me fucking bunt. Like this dude's throwing fucking heat. I'm up ninety six from the left hand side. I'm like, this dude is pumping gas. And uh, what's that guy's name in pitching? That's what I'm uh, Sugar. Sugar. Chase Sugar, Chase Sugar. Okay, I'm thinking of somebody else. Should you? No, Cole. I, Cole, Cole, Cole is like I work. I actually work with a guy that's actually best friends with Sugar. Cool fucking dude. Um, 
anyways, so I come up to the plate and he throws that first one down the. I'm talking about right down the middle. I'm it's every bit of 96, 97. I was like, God. and you shit your pants. No, I was like, just take my fucking bat. Like I ain't about to touch this shit. Yeah. So the whole time, like, at the time, coach was like, man, it's getting getting you two strike, you know, two strike stance. I was like, all right, bet. I get two strike stance. He mm-hmm. throws a curveball and has me out front looking stupid. I'm like, oh, well, I ain't touching this next one. Mm-hmm. And I just watched the third one. Another guy comes up. He strikes <clears> out. Here comes Jay John. Jay John is big dick this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Straight up pitch, long dick that hey, motherfucker. First, first pitch right down the middle. I'm talking about he takes this motherfucker yard. I'm talking, I've never seen a ball leave that fucking quick. Besides, get break. out, Allen. Oh, dude, it was man, it was crazy, man. When I was in high school, we called that going Jimmy. I'm going Jimmy. Going Jimmy. Oh, that's what Jay John did. He went fucking Jimmy. <laughs> Hell yeah, I've seen. I've down seen to the knee, just. Nah, he didn't even go down to a knee on it. That motherfucker just pimped. No, off I'm just say, saying. Yeah, his... Chase Sugar signed this bitch. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Chase Sugar. Did y'all beat Bridge City? Did we beat Bridge City? Did we, beat him, we, did we beat him that year? Jordan said, which time? Yeah, which time? No, I mean, I think we beat him. We beat him that year. Because, yeah, probably haven't. Year too. Hampshire probably hasn't beat him since then because Bridge City has been solid as shit in baseball. Well, we, beat him our, we beat him our senior year, but that was, like, our only fucking win. I mean, we was losing to teams, like. Nah, well, you've been out of school now for a while, Grundle, so, yeah. like, let's, let's be real. You've been out of school for, like, seven years. Grundle still goes, like, to – all the events and there. He's one of those Shit. guys that he kind of hates. Dude, so, dude, what's insane? The other day I went to a middle school track meet and, and I, I saw Grundle suiting up and I was like, Man. Grundle, do your 27. <laughs> no, Chill, bro. <laughs> you <laughs> always have that one dude that still kind of hangs around. Goes, That's Hell Grundle, no. man. Hell yeah, no. no. I don't do that shit. We go <laughs> we go every now and then to the high school games when they're playing yeah. home, but no, I'm not that I go to all of them. I, go to, I, say, can't, I, don't, I don't go to all of them. I go to some, but my stepdad coaches there. I'd like to go to some more uh, football games. The track meets are fun, man. Absher has some really good track meets. What are you saying, Dema? Ah, I fixed it. My foot accidentally hit the button. I got to keep stepping on that button. You got them size 15s over there, you big bastard. Shit anyway, happens, man. Um, so let's go on a couple of questions. First off, Damone, anything recently? I know we, we talked a little bit about a couple of different stories, but – Anything recently happened that you're just like, what the fuck? Like at work, I'm saying cows get loose, something. And you might just be like, no. But I'm sure there's always this, there's something that's happened recently that you're just like, Jesus Christ, why do I do what I do? No, I mean, probably the last thing was a few months ago. Uh, these, I want to say it was four little gangbangers. You know, being a livestock, I'm I have a pretty laid back job now. You know, I uh, deal with all cruelty cases in the county for the sheriff's office. You know, anything animal related, but uh, I'm on the tier two SWAT team or whatever, and we served a warrant on uh, a house uh, right across from mine. No, over there on Feeling. Oh. Uh, sorry. Uh, Westbrook? Is that Westbrook? I think Maybe. it's Westbrook in Beaumont. And, sure. Uh, these four little kids, man, they're 16, 17 years old. Well, they were going around uh, just robbing all the gas stations around the county, stuff like that. And uh, 
So CID did their thing. They worked the case up or whatever, and they they narrowed them down. They were all going back to this house, and uh, not uh, they weren't robbing gas stations. I apologize. They were committing auto burglaries around the county. They were going to high class neighborhoods, whatever, uh, going in vehicles. So obviously they had a lot of cash and guns. They were getting out of these cars. And CID did their thing, and they narrowed them down to uh, they were all going back to one house or whatever. So we have a MRAP on the SWAT team. Uh, those people don't know, that's a military vehicle, but it stands for a mine-resistant attack-proof. Just an armored vehicle. It's a international, damn near like an 18-wheeler or whatever. Yeah. That's a bad bitch. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so we rolled that up in the front yard, completely unaware, you know. And uh, so I'm one of the first ones out. <laughs> I go around the vehicle, whatever we, you know, start trying to call them out because the day and age we're in now is, you know, got to be soft. Sensitive. Everybody it's a very sensitive hands. time. You can't just get hit in the mouth. So, in case it wasn't, I was carrying a ram. So, I didn't have a rifle. I just had my pistol. And uh, we just angle up on the corner of the vehicle and they start giving them commands. And we have all CID, like half a patrol with us. So uh, the team, we, we get out there, we call them out, and they end up start slowly trickling out. They crack the front door or whatever. And I'll just never forget the first dude that came out. This kid is probably 17 or 18 years old, black male, but he has hair like the Island Boys. Do you know who that is? Yes, I do. This fucker. Like blonde hair, too. Like shit noodles hanging off his head. And he's like <laughs> acting like he don't know what the fuck's going on. So I'm like, hey, man, come, you know, walk over here. And he's like, man, what the hell y'all doing, da-da-da? And uh, my major standing off the side, he's like, man, shut the fuck up. You know what you're doing. <laughs> you know why the fuck we're here, <laughs> you know. And amped up, you know, we don't know who's in there. They have no telling how many guns or whatever. And, you know, he just tries to act hard or whatever. And this dude don't weigh 90 pounds. And as he gets close enough, we fucking snatch that dude. And... You know, slap him in cuffs or whatever. And the only thing I felt bad was uh, there was like two 14-year-old girls in there. that They come out, you know, they're bawling. And you're like, oh, fuck, you know, kind of feel bad. Like, hey, it's okay. We're not, you know, obviously not here for you. Just come out here. Yeah. And then the dad comes out there. and The dad? The dad of uh, one of the kids we were there to get, you know. He was in the house and, with them. Yeah. And he just... He's got so many felonies in his past. He's like, I didn't know all these guns were in here. Oh, yeah, man. Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> you know? I didn't know, you know? Bless you. And uh, one of the kids, the, the island boy that came out, he was one of the ones we had uh, arrest warrants for. And CID did a fantastic job. They had the other vehicle that actually slow rolled while we were hitting the house. They're like, oh, shit. And two of them were in there. And one of the detectives... Ended up seeing him like, hey, oh, shit, that's the car. Popped them. The mom was in the uh, the driver, and she had, like, nine warrants or whatever. Jesus. So, obviously, she went to jail as well. But All for auto theft. like Multiple auto burglaries. Like, I can't even remember how many reports they had. But they were going to, like, Bevel Oaks off of 105. 
which is a very large, pretty good sized neighborhood. Yeah, uh, that's usually a pretty Gilbert deep. Lake Estates. They hit them. They probably hit Jordan's neck of the woods. His yeah. mama's house. <laughs> I don't know. Hell yeah, Jordan. <laughs> um, so more like up at up uh, upper class neighborhoods. Yeah, area. yeah. Some you know places they knew they were they'd leave <clears throat> decent you know amounts of cash in their car, handguns, jewelry. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. And you'd be surprised how many people do not lock their vehicles or doors to their home. Yeah. That's, I, that's insane. I don't. Huh? I don't. You don't do that? No. Well, you will be <laughs> one of the next ones. I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I always, well, I don't care Look, where I am. It's nah, a good habit man. to get into. Lock your vehicle, because so, nah, yeah. you never know. There, there was years and years, and I I think I'd, I'd definitely take it for granted. But remember, Especially where we live, because, you know, yeah. most of the time we don't have that problem. Where you live. Dude, I'm telling but you. But no. Nowadays, they're like, hey. Most of those people don't lock their shit. So here's the perks of where I live. You know where I live. I live on a very rich street. My house was the first one built on that house, that that street. That ass. That ass. (laughs) Built on that ass, boy. Built on that 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 ass. I built that shit on that ass, boy. (laughs) But my house was built in 78. The next oldest house was built in like 2000 (laughs) and like two, you know. A whole thirty something year difference. So like there was a there was a time like probably six or seven years ago whenever a situation like that came through our neighborhood and they were hitting all these rich streaks. They're hitting Jeff Club and uh Perez and they're hitting Jerry Nelson and they're hitting all these people. But I used to have that old bulldog Atticus out <laughs> I used to have a pit. Like a, hey, I, I, I used hey, to have a pit bull boy. mix that just lived outside, and I I got phone calls like, like, hey man, y'all's house get hit, and I was like, no, like Jeff's like my wife's iPad got stolen, the Perez's had like a thousand dollars stolen from them, the people down the street had like a grand stolen from them, and like something else. I'm like, oh that, our shit's cool, and we didn't even lock <laughs> ours, but our dog used to. Eat some ass, boy. I, I just imagine somebody walking in my my like in my front yard, and then my bulldog just going, "Nah, bro, <laughs> nah, bro, you ain't, <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't coming up in this. Yard. You ain't coming up in here because they hit every house. Bruce Hines next door, pool man, you know, yeah. like they're hitting everybody, and they skip my house and then start hitting the houses. I'm like, <laughs> bet. I think a good guard dog is like you go find you a good mutt, right? A good mutt. You pick that dog astray. He's grateful for that. Yes. He's gonna he's indebted to you and he knows that. So he's gonna protect your home and he's gonna protect That's exactly you know, where he lives because you rescued him off the streets. You picked him up out of a ditch. Yes. Now he's gonna protect your shit. That's you exactly know? what Atticus That's did. That's what Atticus did for you. Yes. We picked him up during uh Hurricane Ike. Yep. And he 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 literally got washed up into our driveway and we're like he was like this big. For the, li- for the listeners, he was tiny. Do what? What happened to him? Oh, he lived to be like fucking 15 years old. He just died. Oh, no shit. Like, he was as old. He <laughs> lived forever. Like, been there uh, There was always multiple burglaries. Throughout the years, there's burglaries. Burg- burglar. I can't, people robbing your shit. Yeah, I can't read. And um, <laughs> people would get hit, like, all the time. And he would just... I, oh, we awesome. never had to worry about it. So, like, I've, I got used to, like, I don't lock my house. I don't lock my truck. I might now after I put this publicly, but no. like I've always just left my shit unlocked. 
all the time. And yeah. I always had a dog that would protect y'all shit. Protect our shit. Because yeah. I guarantee if they're hitting ten houses on my street and they skip mine, there's gotta be a reason. There's a reason. I got an old honorary ass dog that's been hit by a car, kicked by a donkey. He's pissed. This dude's pissed. Don't walk in his yard. He's gonna eat your ass, boy. No. And not in a sexual way. Damon, oh. Damon, did you uh I'll tell you I'll tell y'all what broke me. Uh before I'll, I'll go through real quick. I was actually coming to hunt with you and Tanner that morning. I don't know if y'all remember this, Middleton. But uh, I used to live next door to my father-in-law. I still do, but I used to live like in a bar in a minium right next door to him. And in the county, you know, complacent, whatever. And I got up to go duck hunting that morning with Mitch and Tanner. And Tanner's uh, father, actually, it was a very good hunt. Tim? And Tim, yes. Oh, great hunt. <clears throat> and, uh... So I get up that morning, I'm making my thermos. I'm filling my thermos full of coffee. And uh, I looked, and I put a couple of sweet and lows in there, you know. And I didn't have any. I was like, shit, man. So I go out, walk outside, and then I walk over to Gary's house. And uh, he never locks his doors, you know. It's him and his wife and his uh, his stepdaughter. And at the time, she was 13 or 14 years old. And I open the door. Round through the utility room, and as I, I come into the den, I am met with a dude that is as tall as me, black male, in his house in the pitch black. And Brooke, the the <coughs> the stepdaughter, had her door cracked open with her light on, and she was standing there. She was crying, and I look at that dude. I'm like, "Oh fuck!" And I just, man, dude, my blood pressure just shot through. And I'm, I want to jump on him, but he's like, he's got a hoodie on, you know. And I'm like, I don't know if this dude's got a gun. I don't know if he's trying to abduct her or whatever. And I just, I asked him, I'm like, what are you doing? And he just looks at me. And, dude, I'm in my fucking underwear. I don't have shit on, you know. And he's just like, he kind of looked confused. So I didn't know if he was high or whatever. And he wouldn't answer me. So I'm just looking at him. And I told Brooke, I was like, go back in the door. You know, go back in your room, close the door, lock it, and don't come out until I tell you to. So I'm thinking, like, we're about to get it on. I'm about to jump on this dude. And I keep asking him, I'm like, who are you? What are you doing here? And he doesn't answer me. So finally, I'm like, the closest gun to me is in my father-in-law's room, which is a 1911 stuck under his mattress. So I just yell his name, Gary. And nothing happens. I'm like, fuck. And the dude just... He kind of jumps a little bit, and he steps back. I'm like, don't fucking move again. And I yell one more time, Gary. And all of a sudden, that light flickers on. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I'm like, I got to get the fuck out the way because I know he's about to you know, kick that door open. And sure as shit, he kicks that door open, and I hear that motherfucker rack. Shing, ching. And I'm like, don't shoot me. And I moved up against the wall, you know. And all he just – he's – Switch back to being the cop, you know, like I am now. He started giving him commands. He said, get on the fucking ground or I'll blow your fucking head off. I was like, oh, God, shit. And he's like, so, man, please don't fucking shoot me. Please don't shoot me. Please don't shoot me. I said, get on the fucking ground now. And he fucking laid out. And I said, you hold him. I'm going to go grab my handcuffs. He's like, go. So I fucking run out the house. In your skimpies. In my fucking underwear. In your skimpies. <laughs> and I go, I go grab my cuffs off my belt, hanging in the closet, and I come back. And I slap cuffs on him. And I just remember his wife, uh, Shannon, you know, my mother-in-law. She was so scared that that dude had been in Brooke's room that she's like, I'll fucking kill you now. If you touch my daughter, I'll fucking kill you. 
And, it, and he just immediately starts screaming. He's like, I didn't touch nobody. I didn't touch nobody. He and was then, just uh, there for sweet and low. No, he just, he fucking wandered off the interstate, you know? And I think he had some mental health issues or whatever. But still, man, to be met, like. In your fucking kitchen. In the middle, you know, we live out in the county, man. We, you know, we don't. And when I round, I was just fucking floored. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And when I saw her kind of like, oh, my God, what has happened here, you know? And, but the way that that situation turned out, though, dude, anybody else? You know, Gary's fucking ex-military, special forces, fucking law enforcement and shit. Anybody else would have shot that dude. Came outside and fucking shot him. If I wouldn't have been there, he Gary still might have shot him. But how it ended up, that dude went to the mental hospital. He went to fucking... Uh, I can't even remember the name of the hospital now. Mental, the mental hospital, yeah. Uh, he went to Fannin. They brought him to Fannin that night. And he had some, you know, mental shit going on. But anybody else would have fucking shot that dude. You know, but that stuff like that don't make national news. Yeah. I fucking, you know, took him into custody or whatever. Patrol came out, whoever's working, and, you know, got that guy help or whatever. But anybody else would have fucking shot that dude. That dude was inside his house. Walking around, could have ended up in his bedroom. Could have ended up in Brooks' room. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, luckily that, the, that you were hunting with me that morning, or else you wouldn't have gone in. There I was actually late, and they're like, <laughs> "Man, what the fuck? Do you ever calling me?" I'm like, "Dude, if y'all knew what happened in the past two hours, y'all would not understand." <laughs> y'all I ran it. Down, I ran it down to them. They're like, "Oh my god, you know." But top, I will tell you though, that was one of the scariest moments of my life because you know I have. Nothing but my dick to protect myself with. When I make the corner, I'm like, man, I don't know if this dude's got a freaking pistol or a fucking knife or, you know. And he, yeah, I'm not saying that, but yeah, he blended into the night a lot better than I did, but <laughs> whatever. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I would have dealt with that situation. I mean, you have someone in your house in the middle of the night that's not supposed to be there. I mean, your first reaction, you know, is to shoot them. Well, not not necessarily shoot them. It's just defend yourself. Defend yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. I got a, a lot kid, of, I got a kid. You know, now exactly. I'm, I'm protecting my wife and my kid. You know, right. at, yeah. at this point, you know, it's for their protection more than mine. You know, someone's in my house in the middle of the night, and they're going to probably more than likely get shot. Yeah, yeah. state of Texas, baby. But I mean, that goes. I mean, that goes. Like, I've, I've had incidents with Sarah. Like Sarah telling me she, she was working at walk-ons when her and you know your wife was working at walk-ons together. <laughs> She got off work one uh, one evening and she went down there at Westport Author and she was at the uh, at the market basket and she was just trying to buy groceries. Ford Acres, man. It's no, bad. I mean it's that's where my wife's from. <laughs> oh, but no, anyways, uh, <laughs> but no, she was sitting there and she was. Just, I mean, I'm talking about she's just trying. I to, work around there, so she's just trying to pack, you know pick up shit for the house or whatever with this old. Uh, I think it was a Hispanic dude walked up to her, and the whole time like Sarah's like very. Very like she does. She she doesn't like leaving a bad taste in people's mouth. That makes sense. Like if somebody comes up there, asks her, or talk, starts talking to her, she wants to make conversation with you, not trying to be like a you know like a dickhead. And I told her multiple times, I'm like, like fuck all that. Like if you don't you don't know this person, don't, don't talk to this person. Go to your vehicle, do what you got to do, get the fuck out. For sure. Well, she proceeded to have a conversation with this fellow, and the whole time this dude couldn't speak a, or couldn't speak a lick of English, and she he just kept telling her like, oh, you're very beautiful, you're very Hispanic. Beautiful. Very Hispanic. Hispanic. Like El Via Tony. But anyways, uh 
So she was like, you know, like I'm just I'm trying to buy groceries, you know, trying to get the hell up out of here and this and that. And that dude kept pressing her or kept pushing up on her and shit like that. And then finally Sarah was like, look, I don't feel comfortable. She went and talked to one of the managers there and was like, hey, look, like this dude's following me around. Like she went down like five different, you know, five different fucking, you know, aisles and stuff. And this dude was like, he was all he was following her. Like every aisle she went down. And then about that time that I guess it was one of the uh one of the one of the dudes putting the cans and stuff up on a counter. Was like, ma'am, was everything okay? And she was like, no, like this dude is, he's just following me around. Well, she walked him out to the car, and I told him, like, man, look, you just gotta quit talking. I mean, yes, there's certain people you can talk to, but I mean, if you feel like somebody's just following you around, like, don't even talk to that, you know, don't don't talk to that person no more. You can't trust people nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially all the sex trafficking and shit going on. I was about on. to like, say, man, we man, live in Southeast Texas. Shit, we live not far from the border. That. Being right here on I ten, that is a real issue. Yeah, like, I'm not saying that that dude. That's what he was doing. I mean, he could I'm not either. He could honestly, just, he could honestly but, been like trying to find like, hey, can you help me trying to find some shit? You know what I'm saying? But like, well, I, that's what I do whenever I need help finding something in a store. I'm just like, you're so beautiful. Yeah, and they're like, oh, the soup aisle seven, and I'm like, oh, you're so beautiful. Exactly. Now I'm not trying to start a conversation off like that. That's pervy as fuck, but. <laughs> Grundle, so have you uh, have you had anything just happen to you lately, man? I'm yeah. saying just lately, anything because I know there's shit. I can ask Damon questions all day about oh, law yeah. enforcement and shit like that. But I'm just trying to I'm trying to make sure you 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 feel welcome here, and I'm asking the right questions. And man, honestly, no. I mean, what is the craziest thing that's happened to you in the past month? Honestly, nothing in the past month. You struck the lottery, didn't you? Nah, I fucking wish. I mean, <laughs> we wouldn't be here. <laughs> what would we be doing, we'd Grundle? Be do- we'd be what doing- would we be doing? Grundle would be gone. He'd be done forgot nah, about us nah, if fuck, he hit the lottery. Nah, fuck that. We'd be doing a podcast right now like Bahamas or some shit, like some badass fucking resort On a yacht. Right now. On a exactly. yacht. Yes. Nah, yeah. man, I really, nothing really has been like bad has happened. I mean, for here, since since 2023, nothing but good has came to me. You know, I bought a house. Uh, I closed on the house on January 14th, and I had my old lady and my sister move in with me. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Uh, but, no, I mean, everything so far has been going good, man. Just, you know, working, trying to make a living for myself, trying to buy places or buy shit for this house, get everything going good. If you ever do any offshore fishing, you need to check out Snapper Slapper Lures, proud partner of the Bayou Dragons. Whether you're fishing for red snapper, ling, wahoo, they get the job done. They've been absolutely hammering the fish on Snapper Slapper. Y'all check out Snapper Slapper Lures. We're on our Jay John. I mean, I would tear your ass up right now. Fortnite. Oh, bro, mm. definitely. So segment three. Jay John hops in. He wanted to be a part of the smoke. So let's go ahead and just start railing him with some questions. Let's start off positive. All right. So Jordan, you played college baseball. What's the furthest home run you ever hit? Correct. Okay. <laughs> furthest home run I've ever hit? Yes. Well, I played Division Two. They don't really track that there. <laughs> We're kind of a, what, a bunch of poor schools. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but pretty far. <laughs> How many home runs did you hit in your college career? Uh, well, if you're just counting like college where I attended. Yeah. 53. 53 home runs. Yeah. What What do you mean by college you attended? Do you hit more than that? I played uh, summer league every every summer. Yeah. And, I mean, that was against college guys around the country. I'd just travel around and play. So, I mean. Total amount. Probably 70-something. 70 70-something 70 total. Yeah. Going Jimmy 70-something times. <laughs> yeah. Call them pumps. I went, Pump-a-rooskies. Call them pumps. I went Jimmy 
slash pumps one time in high school. So I don't know why yeah. we called it that when I was in high school. Pumps? Going Jimmy. Oh. Pink. So you, Arkansas Monticello. Correct. And you played there for four years? Monticello. Five Monticello. years, technically. Well, okay. I played for four if you add the games up. But with COVID and me being such a spectacular student, I went for six. <laughs> so you're saying you're smart. Uh, they gave me the degrees. You take it how you however you want to take it. <laughs> so you, and during that time you hit fifty three home runs. Yeah, which is now the most ever in the Great American Conference. I think a kid actually broke it this year. I played against him um, the whole time I was playing. He had an extra year, so I guess he would have been the sixth year this year. Mm. Pretty good uh, ball player from my rival school. So he beat you. Well, I beat him <clears throat> up. So. <laughs> Now that's that's probably the only category he got me in, but he, he's a good ball player. How many how many records do you hold in the Great American Conference? Um, that's a good question. Uh, home runs, RBIs, total bases. Uh, I try to go for steals, but you know, I'm not the stealing type. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, probably know. like five or six. I don't really know. Five uh, or six. Some Which, of, some of the ones that don't really matter, like hits and home runs, are cool. RBIs are cool. Total bases. I mean, yeah, you're gonna have total base a bunch of total bases when you hit home runs, but nothing too and yeah. important. What was the best field you ever played at? Minute Maid Dog. Oh no, shit. talking about oh, oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. Mattress Mac on the beat. Uh, uh. <laughs> By the way, hey, speaking of Mattress Mac, I met him on Wednesday. No shit. Oh, no. Yeah, well, I hopped in gallery furniture and uh, <laughs> sales guys taking us back. I'm going to go look at some you know good quality furniture, and he just walks past him, and I look at him, my sales guy, I look down and. And he Mattress Max stands up. He said, thank you for coming in. I said, no, thank you. And I said, go Strohs. And he said, you're damn right. What'd you True buy? Story. I got a mattress. I mean, nice you sold it. I mean, and and Jordan, literally, I played Fortnite with him later on that afternoon. He goes. He was laying on it. <laughs> no, Jordan goes. He goes, I hope that's. He, what did you say? I hope that some bitch horse wins or something. Oh, like. yeah. They do some horse shit, literally, um, promotion. Where I guess the Kentucky Derby's on Saturday the 6th of next week and uh if the favorite no matter if the horse that's the favorite now gets hurt can't race whoever the favorite is that day if they win you get a check back for whatever the mattress was so jordan's betting on the kentucky derby now <laughs> Hell yeah. he's betting like thirty five hundred dollars on the kentucky derby hey let's ride <laughs> let's ride boy <laughs> so jordan we're not going to talk about your time at minute made because i was there for every one of them and you were trash it's okay you know what and look you play, jordan I played third for three years, and then I played first last year. So the, and then you the, just fucking go yard. The hot like Regular corner. basis. Yeah. Did you ever hit one yeah. out at Minute Maid? No. Uh, batting practice. <laughs> <laughs> Look. From the I, L screen. I'm talking, tra- <laughs> I'm talking trash in Jordan. He's a, I couldn't even hold his. Well, actually, I used to play. No, you hold his jocks right. <laughs> no, I used to pitch to Jordan. I used to, yeah, Jordan would come home for summer ball, like during the summertime, and, and I would do batting practice with him. You would give him BP. Oh, bro, I would. And you <laughs> yeah. can ask him. Well, I, I received the snaps, man. Yeah, he, uh, he used to. <laughs> I used to throw BP for Jordan, and he was hitting people's. They started building fences. <laughs> All the houses in the outfield at Hampshire, <laughs> they all have high fence now because Jordan's hitting their tractors. LP Mays don't want BP today. Let's go ahead and build these fences real quick. I'm just I'm throwing a BP and Jordan's going. Getting <laughs> <laughs> those Jimmy Porter's like throwing his shoulder out trying to give him heat. <laughs> yeah, just fucking. Jay John, yeah. Jay John over here hitting them Jimmys out of the park. Oh. But like I I went to all his Minute Maid you know games and Jordan never did shit and then I'd get a I'd get a Snapchat. 
the week later, and he's like, I hit three out this week. I'm like, three for five with three home runs. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? Hey, dude, that's why I'm Jordan, not Yordan. Yeah. (laughs) Yordan. Yeah. I don't don't get paid the big bucks. Yeah. Dude, I was was banking. I was like, I was like, man, hopefully Jordan goes. I can be his BP. Did you have any potential going? Yeah. Like going somewhere? Uh, Before COVID, because, you know, after COVID, they, they, uh, the draft used to be like 40 rounds or whatever it was. I think it was about 40. After COVID, they cut it down to 20. But cool story. Uh, I think it was 2019. I had a – yeah, 2019 I had a really good year. In the fall going into 2020 or for that season, we were still uh, – you know, we still played – I think we played 21 games that year. But anyways, that fall we're practicing. I get there after class and my assistant coach is like, hey, hurry up and get ready. And I'm like, I do this every day. I don't, I don't know why you're telling me today to <laughs> – hurry up and get ready and uh you know we practiced we actually had a scrimmage that day within the within the team and I had like a double and a single you know we hit BP before I hit good but uh after practice I didn't even know the guy was sitting there and the coach was like hey come over here and meet this guy and I was like um all right I walk up and he's like hey I'm so can't remember his name so and so with the uh Blue Jays organization I'm like the regional scout they have like a area they cover damn it and I was like oh sweet and he's like um yeah I want to see you hit again on the field so basically, practice was over, but everybody sat at the field, and I was the only one hitting, and they're just shagging my balls, and it felt so weird because I knew they were all going to talk shit after. <laughs> all my buddies that I've played with all year, some of them I've played for three or four years, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, uh, I wasn't even nervous because the guy I was just like, they're going to talk so much shit that I'm like, fuck. But yeah, that was pretty cool. That's about as close as I got. They take you in the the room after and ask you a bunch of questions like, hey, if if we take you. We'll, would you say, yeah, well, yeah. Well, hell I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll play for a BJ. I mean, uh, <laughs> a piece of gum. <laughs> yeah. So what happened with that? No, I mean, like I said, COVID hit, rounds went down. D2 guys, they're pretty much, I mean. Yeah. They're shafted. But I didn't really care. Even Col- if you're, college is fun. Yeah, just for the thought of it, though. Even if you were dope. the best in D2, you're still, and not saying you're not. Oh, yeah, no. But, like, D2, like, you could be literally the best player in D2. And a D one like last picker, just because. Yeah, if if you think about it, I could you, don't fact check me because I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's about it's it's a little less than 300. Maybe it's right at 300 D ones or something like that. And then there's like 200 something D twos. It's it's in the hundreds. It's well over 100. So there's that many schools. So yeah, I mean, as a D two guy, you're you're going to a smaller school. You don't get the exposure. No. There's somebody out there. But hitting. y'all did play some D one schools. <clears throat> when I played, no, we we would just play that. Our whole schedule was pretty much conference because we had 12 teams, but I think when Logan played, my brother played at the same college. They played a Division One team and beat him once or twice. So Yeah, and he was a pitcher. Well, hey, well, join the club, man. Next time I call you, we go play some uh, men's softball league together. Hey, dude. That's like – I went to that home run uh, home run dugout in Katy, the new one, and I had a, hit some few, a few tanks over there. It was pretty cool. <laughs> a few nukes. Yeah, pumps. <laughs> It seems like what everybody's doing nowadays. Now them washed up athletes are playing men's softball well, down at Beaumont the complexes. You say that Jay John's over here trying to swing a golf club. Oh, oh yeah. come on! We, hey, we can go play some golf too. Yeah, I mean, I think we playing. In the I'm morning. supposed to hit the ball far, but I can't hit it straight. Shit, are we playing in the morning if you want to go. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you, I finally I figured it out, man. You know how we fucking, you know. See, I'm left-handed. Are you right You're a lefty? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, see, yeah, I'm, so I'm right-handed. I, so am I, though, but I play golf right-handed. Yeah, yeah I'm but, right-handed. So he's all fucked. Oh, oh why do you? I've, I've known that for a long time. <laughs> anyway, 
But uh, I finally got it the other day. So, like, I was keeping my arms straight. So, I drive it forever, but it would slice so hard. Oh, so I would cut my distance in half. But if you bend this back elbow and keep the, the your front arm straight, dude, that's something you'll go straight as an arrow. I finally got that after playing golf. Dude, there's so many. There should be so years. many golfers watching this. They're gonna be like, "Y'all are all dickheads." Yeah, I could still whip y'all's asses. They're gonna be like, "Stop, Gilmore." Yeah, they'd be like, "Stop." He will drive on a par five, like hole in one. Dude, what, what was funny? I was there for like Damon's first two or three rounds ever. I played right handed, and dude. Damon played right handed, and he was hitting like. He was like, he's like, man, I can't figure this out. I'm like a 102, 101, 99, 104. Right <laughs> he was playing. No, I know. He's playing right-handed. And then he goes, and he literally looks at us, never told us that he was left-handed. He goes, I'm left-handed. I'm like, what? Holy shit. Yeah, but he's like, I've been I've been just hitting. I've been like figuring out. And he literally like went to left-handed. And then like his first round shot at 95. I'm like, oh, you just knocked off seven strokes from actually swinging correctly. And, and- you play, Simp, you play left or right-handed? No, I play right-handed, man. I, what when, the I, f- when I started playing golf. You never have left-handed clubs like me. No, he seriously, just continued no. continued playing Use right-handed. Use your baseball bat, dude. No, I, no, I would. <laughs> so, like, before I got the clubs and stuff, I was always – I would go to the course. Everybody had their own clubs, their own bag. I would get the, uh, the left-handed clubs. Like, we'd rent them or whatever. And then I had too much of a baseball swing, man. Like, what, 15-something 15, 15 years of me playing baseball and shit? Like I had too much. Like I was, I was picking up my front foot, just trying to hit. Like I was just trying Hitting to crush a bunch of singles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with that one, with that one home run every now and then. <laughs> that one, home <laughs> run. one home run every now and then. But man, like I just got to playing with them right-handed clubs, and I was like, man, I just it just felt more like I felt more smooth hitting it. You know, I went out there, I was using like Nathan or Connor. They would drive, and I just play by their or Thomas. Like I would play by their ball. And I started hitting right-handed clubs, and I was like, man, fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and give me a right-handed set of clubs. And I actually started playing better, man. I just felt like I could just learn a lot better from a right-handed side than going from left-handed side, you know, swinging a bat left-handed from, you know. Yeah. Do you right-handed, right, left-handed? No, I actually, no, actually right-right-handed. What do you do left-handed? Crank your tater? No, I don't do that. I do it right-handed. What? So you're not right-handed. You're not left-handed Why the then. Fuck do you say you're left-handed? You're not a true lefty. So I pitch. No, I pitch left-handed. When oh, I play baseball, I bat left-handed. Jordan, does he pitch left-handed? Yeah. From what I can remember, yes. I pitch left-handed. I bat. I batted left-handed. He but picks the main, his nose I'm right at, I'm yeah. I'm right eye dominant. Grundle. <laughs> but the main thing, and I'm just saying this: if you don't crank your tater with your dominant arm, you're not that. No, dude, this feels weird. He's and a, you, and it you, feels awkward as fuck. Actually, Porter, it's called the stranger. Especially if you sit on it and let it go numb, no, it's like yeah, somebody it's else is doing, doing it. it. Exactly from the backside, you got to put your fucking leg up. And it, Bro, the backside. Uh, trick yeah. dude, I, I no, had a like, f- no, like seriously though, I, I started playing right handed. I got I was getting good. Now, don't get me wrong, like I wasn't able to hit the ball as far as I would right handed or as I would left handed. But I mean, over time, I started straightening the ball out. I quit playing that fucking slice, and I mean, for the most part, Christian puts lipstick on his hand too. Nah, fuck Spins that. Spins around backwards. Nah. Hey, but hey, but once I started getting, hey, once I started getting good at it, though, Damon. Oh, the one. Yeah. One thing that I did was I, I fixed my wrist. Like I fixed my, I kind of rolled my hands over a little bit. Was seeing these two knuckles, and I'm talking about my Masturbation? golf. No, I'm talking did about. You say moose knuckle? No, I'm talking about playing golf. Oh, he's talking oh. about playing golf. Playing oh, okay. Still, I, we're all on three I'm different things. I mean, I'm assuming we're still in the same. Co- it's the same subject. No, yeah. we're not. We're, we're not. not. But anyway, right, y'all yeah. so, Jay John. Yes. 
I like mean, me, fuck me. I guess. You're, you, you, yeah, no. I love you, dog. <laughs> no, we love you, Grundle, but fuck I think you. He was talking about uh, Crank and Tater. I thought that's what you were still talking about. Yeah. Uh, my right So, hand. Jay John, he's my right you're, uh, you're a port Cretan originally, huh? Fortunately, unfortunately, whatever, yes. Yes. Unfortunately, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're. I don't know what it's like on that side anymore. Yeah, you're a piece of trash. So, um, he's a memorial titan, is that right? No, no, no. My oldest brother probably was for a while. Great. <laughs> Big Dread. Big Dread. Big Titan. No, it's also Jordan's always gone to school with uh, HF. He went yeah. to school with my wife. Yeah. they, You and my wife used to date, huh? Oh, yeah, all the time. First grade to no. third grade. First. They'd go to the movies. They used to go to the <laughs> movies in first grade and the, that Port Accretion. No, so you used to be a piece of trash, but now that you live... <laughs> In God's country, how, how does it feel? Oh, it's amazing. Well, okay. I so going, now, going to college in Arkansas for yeah. six years and coming back to Texas is just like more of a blessing than wiping your ass and not getting any shit on the toilet paper. <laughs> it's just, it's one of the best feelings on earth. One of those ghost poops. Yeah. yeah. No, you still got to wipe at least three That's times. one of those Liver King no, poops, man. So much fiber, there's nothing to wipe. And just, yeah. you know, just follow Dude, up. one day Liver King will see that we've talked about him like seven or eight times. And he'd be like, I want to be on these guys' podcast. I would whip his ass. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Dude, you would kill him. You would kill him, especially in baseball. No, to be honest with you, though, we wouldn't be able to sit in here. That dude does not shower. He does not put on deodorant. They said he yeah. stinks so bad. Perfect. Yeah. Sit. The he last was, podcast he was on, the dude sat there. He's like, bro, I can smell you from here. Like, you smell like shit. Yeah, trash. Yeah, you smell like a Muslim in a gas station. You know what I mean? <laughs> you smell like the breath of a thousand camels. You know? You smell like shit. <laughs> uh, so, Jay John, you, you yeah. came back from Arkansas. Yep. You started working in Houston. Correct. Because you suck. And then you, you're you now we, moving closer back to Southeast Texas. Yeah. You're about to move back to Mont Bellevue. Yep. I'll be at the uh, Whiskey Barn on Thanksgiving every year, listening to Rance May and the Coyotes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And going to the family Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Jay John came to my dad's Christmas like for like the last two years. Like, dad's like, hey, we're coming on this day, blah, blah, blah. Jordan would come back from college, and he's like, yeah. he'd just be hanging out with me. We'd be drinking. We're doing each other's Christmases. And I'm like, hey, my dad's Christmas is tomorrow. He's like, so what time do I need to be at your house? <laughs> I, I haven't started receiving gifts yet, but uh, I'm pretty confident this year, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we made a good couple pots of gumbo, so hopefully, uh, yeah, you know, Robert figures it out. Yeah, he'll be like, okay, so Jordan, this is third year being here, so we need to get him a present. So, but yeah, Jay John. So, I mean, there's not much to your life after baseball because you're kind of a <laughs> <laughs> Jesus man. You're kind Jesus of hammering, That's Jay John. Lost. Dude, he's he's being nice. That dude's a dickhead. But uh, he uh, it seems like you're the dickhead right now. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, you know what? Sure, I'll take it. I'll take this win. <laughs> Major will fight him. I'll take it for you, Jay John. Appreciate <laughs> that. Shut up, I'm a baseball player as well. I didn't play college, though. Yeah, none of us played Hell college. No, you should have went to fucking football. Damone didn't play football because he beat somebody with his helmet. We'll get to that here in a minute. <laughs> no shit. Oh, that's a true yes, story. Yes, no, that's a true story. But, uh, Jay John, so, like, yeah. after your college career, like, you just started working and nothing spectacular happened. Uh, so we can get off of... Well, I... I mean, there was one no, cool no, no, thing. No. I went to. I don't know uh, what he's talking about. What happened? <laughs> I 
don't want my mom to see this, but I went to a titty bar one time and saw Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Dude, tell us about that. You saw who? Yeah, Dennis Rodman? Yeah, so. Uh, tell he, us. Does he when look he, like an alien? Yeah, was he dressed up like a guy or a girl? So, we go. <laughs> I, I didn't get that for it. I didn't want to get that for it. So tall is he? Oh, he's tall as shit. Like, uh, I think he's like 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, he's yeah. just a large human. Yeah, he's a little taller than me. But we're, <laughs> so, I hope I don't get fired for this. It was like my first week of work. <laughs> like, you know, I just moved back, moved to Houston, first week of work on a Thursday night. Where do you up, work? Don't say it. Okay, never mind. I won't do that. Houston. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. No, we uh we go to a few bars and and one of our buddies is like, hey, let's go, and we end up going, and this uh lovely lady that dances there, yeah, y'all know what they're called. Uh, <laughs> she's like, hey, by the way, Dennis Robbins over there, and I'm like, no, he's not. She's like, yeah, he is. And I look back and like I'm far away. I'm like, I see a guy, but there's a few guys around. I'm like, no. So I get up and I just act like I'm going to the bathroom, and the bathroom's right next to where we were sitting. And uh, I turn around, and sure enough, it is Dennis Rodman. And I can confirm because it looked like him, and he had his fingernails painted and his hair colored just like Dennis He's Rodman. The only black guy with blonde hair in the yeah. fucking titty bar. Yeah. Yeah. And, he had, ring. and he had That's five, Rodman. Multiple five dudes rings. around him the size of Damon and I. So I'm like, all right, yeah, he, that's Dennis Rodman. So Pretty small. Hanging dudes. out. And just before we get off the topic, I left after him, so I'll party Dennis Rodman. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, Dennis Rodman, you a bitch. But, uh, dude, uh, that's funny because here a while back, like three, I guess it was like five or six weeks ago, me, Matthew, and this dude were at a steakhouse over in Houston. And, uh, though this, the manager comes out and you can just tell we're kind of cool because everybody in there is wearing suits and we walk in looking like shit, <laughs> wearing t-shirts and pants, you know? And he's like, these are my kind of people. And he's running this joint and he's like, how are y'all doing? Here's our specials, blah, blah, blah. You know, my name's Mike. Like, what's Mike up, Mike? Jones. Mike Jones. Mm. I'm like, what's up, Mike? And he's like, and also, J.J. Uh, Watt is on the back patio. And we're like, and <laughs> off the rip, and I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was like, why? Like, why would you just tell us that when you're telling us the menu specials? I guess to be like, this is an important place. We thought you were cool with those glasses on. Yeah, probably so. Because yeah. I wear these to sleep. And um, <laughs> he uh, he was like, yeah, J.J. Watts in the back patio. It's his retirement party. Going He from the Cardinals and came back and did his Houston thing, blah, blah, blah. Motherfucker's 32 years old. So he's retired. like, yeah, we have a – he goes, oh, we have – Yeah. It was 32 years. He's like, we got uh, a couple celebrities in the place. I was like – Oh, you knew we were coming, you know, and I'm just, I'm fucking with this dude, Mike. And then out of nowhere, Andre, Mike Hawk and, uh, (laughs) Andre Johnson walks by us. Okay. He's the only person in this thing underdressed than us. He's wearing a hoodie, jeans, big gold chain. Who's this? Andre Johnson. He played for the Houston Texans a few years. Uh, Football. Okay. Yeah. Football. Um, and, uh, Matthew, Matthew goes, he goes, hey, at first he got it right. He goes, that's Andre Johnson. <laughs> and I was like, I wouldn't turn around because he had already got me with the, there's J.J. Watt, and I turned around as like a middle-aged, fat, white guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't turn around. He goes, no, dude, that's Andre Johnson. That's Andre Johnson. I said, I'm not turning around, you fucking bitch. Well, he comes back upstairs, and he goes, <laughs> he messed himself up. He goes, dude, there's Calvin Johnson. 
Megatron. Uh, no, he said, no, listen, he goes, there's Calvin Johnson. I said, Calvin Johnson? I turned around, it's Andre Johnson. Directly behind me, he goes, yeah, dude, it's Megatron. He says that Andre's standing above me. Just turns like that i don't i guess the cat like nothing phased him except when he said there's megatron he goes <laughs> he turns around he's and he's standing above me looking down at matthew and i'm just looking up and i'm like oh wow that's a big dude like especially is a receiver he's large he was giant i don't know if he was in charge but he was large he was large and he get and <laughs> the other guy with us goes yeah dude Calvin Johnson, like as loud as he can. And they're both just like, there's Calvin Johnson. He just gets like, he just like puts his head down, walks away. And then I'm like, y'all kept saying Calvin Johnson. They're just like, oh, not him. Not him. I bet. And to me, that was even, that was even funnier. Was (laughs) that they kept calling him Calvin Johnson, basically to his face. Andre Johnson. Yeah. So imagine on that guy in a black hoodie and a giant gold chain getting pissed off because Matthew and Chase Richardson kept saying <laughs> No, kept saying Megatron. Yeah, that played for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Hey, didn't he fight somebody in the league? Yes, multiple times. Who was that? Like one of the known like one of the main known fights that he did. Mm, I don't know. Andre? Didn't yeah. he take his helmet off and yeah, beat, yes, the shit out yeah. beat the shit out of him? That wasn't me, guys. He said that was me earlier. That was <laughs> I want to hear that no. story. Actually. Yeah, no. So, Damone, yes, you were kicked out of high school football, correct? No, I didn't hit the guy with my helmet, though. What'd you do? <laughs> huh? What did you do? Do I grabbed him by his face mask and I drug him around the field for a little bit, but his chin strap <laughs> kept it for a little bit. Well, why for, the fuck they kick you out for? Huh? What they, they kick you out for? Attempted murder. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I kept dragging the guy around after the flag was thrown. Yeah, I was upset. Why are you acting like it's not like? So what did you huh? do? Well, the guy ear holding me, right? Yeah. So the play is over. So I'm walking back to my sideline, and this guy is about my size, so he ear holds me. I said, I, you know, so I have grass and shit stuck in my face mask. I get up, and the dude's running back, you know, to the his sideline. I'm like, I ain't then. <laughs> so the next time we meet meet ourselves on the field, he's oblivious, looking the other way. So I ear hold him back. But as I get up, I grab him by the face mask, and I walk him, you know, for a while. You know, the flags were thrown <laughs> or whatever. And, you know, he's just trying to get his – you know, his bearings, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. You know, you're mine now. I'm going to take you back home or whatever. And uh, Push the lotion on the skin. Apparently that was frowned upon, so I kind of just stuck with baseball after that. <laughs> because they didn't want you to be on the field. I like how you keep mentioning they're about my size. I can't imagine there's too many people in southeast Texas that are, I will say our size, but you were probably taller and a lot swollen than me, so. If he was that big in high school, I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I well, probably didn't have the muscle tone I had back then. Well, we're a lot swoller than you, Jordan. You're just tall. You're <laughs> kind of just a big plush doll bitch. I mean, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? It's a like Vienna, a damn volcano. It's a Vienna sausage. That's terrible. <laughs> Mitchell's back there showing us dirty photos. It's almost, it's almost <laughs> a joke. Uh, so, shit. 
Oh, Jay John, or not Jay John. I don't want to talk to you anymore. That's okay. <laughs> um, no, I Damon. quit. I, after that, though, I quit football, but because my punishment was like X amount of miles before my next game. It was like, hey, you know, you did stupid shit. You have to run this much for your punishment. I'm like, mm, no. So yeah, I'm I just want to play baseball. Yeah, I'm going to go to baseball coach. I yeah. Know, I the baseball coach, I'm like, hey, man, uh, you know, I got to play baseball and – I won't hurt anybody. Absolutely. I, I can't grab I anybody without the face mask. <laughs> I'm 6'6". I, will, I will not hurt nobody. And I'm left-handed. No. 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 No, Mitchell. No, no. We keep going. No, keep it going. Oh, keep he, going. no. You're talking about hitting a break. Hitting a break. Hitting no, a break? You're talking about think, wrapping it no, up. No, Mitchell's trying to wrap us up. No, I'm not. I'm just, I just Mitchell's a quitter. I mean, I'm I'm still good. We can go for I another mean, round. Fuck it. I mean, fuck it, let's go. Grundle says, "Let's go." We got shit to do. I mean, I'm on my I'm on my short weekend off. Fuck it. I still got the one story of uh, their father. So, oh yeah, we still got a good, another good one. Oh, we, I look, got a story look. about a pistol being drawn on me too. Yeah, dude. God dang. What? We got some stories, bro. Six. Look, before we get into those stories, we'll we'll go into another segment. We'll talk about that. But, uh, Damon. Didn't you say you were telling me about something right in between here? What was it? We we're talking about the last segment. I asked if anything happened. Oh, that was the pistol getting drawn on you. And yeah, I was talking about, talking, talking about me. Yeah. yeah, I was. I was asking you if anything happened. Well, you you asked when you asked it though. You asked if anything happened in the last last month. month. And you and you said. Well, not in the last month, but 32 days ago, no, I had a like gun this, pulled out on no, me. this happened at least... 30 and a half man, days. Yeah, maybe... 31 two, days no, and eight hours. It happened seven days. Seven days. Seven no, days. It happened like maybe, what, two years ago? I think right at... Roughly about two years ago. We all go out one night. We all get shit hammered at a bar. And I left my truck at a buddy of mine's house. And uh, I wake up the next morning... And my buddy Connor, he's driving us back to my, or so we're going back to LaBelle. And uh, that's where my truck was at, at Thomas and them's house before they, uh, before they moved over to Winnie. Anyway, we stopped at Stop and Drive. I was like, man, look, pull over here. I'm going to get something to drink. I'm, I'm fucking hung over as shit. We pull over. We stopped over there. And man, the whole time, like F-150s came out with this new truck and it was the, uh, the F-150 diesels. So the whole time, like we pulled up, there was an F-150 sitting there. No, seriously, they look like the F one fifty diesel. You know what I'm saying? No one's arguing with you. Keep going. Oh, goes. But um, so we pulled in. I'm sitting there checking this truck out. I'm like, damn, that's a nice ass truck. We walk in. And I had this is when that fucking the mask. You know, they every store wants you to wear a mask and stuff. Yeah, yeah you're wearing it beforehand. Mask. No. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we walk in. I got the mask on, whatever. And apparently, I looked at this dude wrong. Well, I'm like, could, well, I don't know how the fuck I looked at this dude wrong. I mean, I was just. Like, I, I thought I'd do the kid. I'm like, no, I didn't know him. I walked on, got my drinks, got back to the counter, paid for it. Well, Connor had just got tent on his truck. And uh, the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm telling Connor, I'm like, man, that's that new F-150. That's that's a diesel now. That's a clean-ass truck. Well, uh, this kid had walked out, and he had looked over at me. And the time at the, at the time, I didn't catch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't I didn't know that he was staring at me. I was looking, this, I was looking at his truck. You were scared. No, man, I ain't, no, nobody's scared. But anyways, uh, I was in, I was looking at this dude's truck, and uh, he finally he kept looking at me. Finally, the last time, like I, I caught him, and he was like he throwing his hands up. I'm like, man, fuck this dude. Like I just flipped him off. Like, I didn't think he would see me because I'm in mean, his corner. Just got tinted on his windows, you know. 
or got 10 on his windows. Well, anyways, uh, 5%. This kid, he says something. I rolled the window down. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he reaches in his driver's seat, pulls out a pistol. He never pointed it at me, but he was just holding his pistol. And I'm like, man, that's that's pretty cool. You know, everybody got a gun. But at this time, I'm talking about Connor is over the hood giving this dude the fucking business. Like, bitch, I got one too, motherfucker. Like, what you want to do with it? And, uh, I mean, what's the kid never did anything? Anyways, he shags ass. The kid gets in front of us. We get behind him. And I told Connor, I'm like, man, like, Lay back. I don't want this kid fucking peeling out, throwing a rock through your shit. And then we're definitely going to have problems after that. Well, anyways, uh, we take a right. The kid takes a left. So we were all. saying Grundle is a man. You Dylan, said Dylan negative. Says. I never said that. Uh, no, so we pull out, man. We we shag ass back to the, you know, going back towards LaBelle. And, uh, the, you know, the dude, he, he pulled out. He pulled out a stop and drive, was trying to follow behind us, and he went to the left. And uh, we went right, and we're driving down the road or whatever, heading back to LaBelle. And uh, we're uh, – he gets behind us, man. I, I called my buddy Tom, and I was like, hey, man, look. I said, uh, we got this dude following us behind us. He just pulled a gun at us at stop and drive. Like, what the hell do y'all want to do about it? You got to go. light as well. Oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, he – what had happened – he 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 followed us for he followed us for a short time, but I mean that was it, man. I called Damon. I was like, "Hey, man, look, this is what Damon was a you know he was a PD or a sheriff over there around uh sheriff. Jefferson, Let's get it right, Jefferson County, and uh, a police officer. <laughs> but no, I called I called Damon. I was like, "Hey, man, look, I'm gonna give you a heads up, man. We got a kid running around with a fucking he's buying beer at Stop and Drive, buying a, pulling a pistol out on people just for looking at his goddamn truck. And they're like, oh well, next time this catch, you know." Handle hand your business. They pretty much tell me, hey, fuck, well, handle your business next time you catch up with him. I was like, all right. Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't trying to give me paperwork when I'm not at work. I said, yeah, dude. <laughs> handle your business. But I mean, I just, I thought it was, like, I guess we we'll go back to the other topic a while ago, you know? I mean, like, kids nowadays, man, that is first thing you want to do is pull the fucking gun on people. Yeah. I imagine just fucking, that, hey, if you got a fucking problem with me, step out of the goddamn truck and we'll fucking sell this that's shit. That's exactly quick. what Jordan did the first time I met him. I said, dude, no, that was our penises, not the guns. Oh, whoa! I forgot. Hey yo, <laughs> hey yo, hey yo. Um, I gotta look. You stay. There go. I'll leave. <laughs> uh, sword fight. Uh, so Jordan, just so we don't forget on this segment because we're just rambling right now. Tell us about the time that Travo claimed it was your own. And before we go into it, Travo is Mitchell and Matthew. The two Bayou Dragons. That's their father. Judge Travis McCall. Yeah, the JP. Yeah, so uh, if you want to st- talk about Travo a little bit before the story, he, uh, you know, he's going to wear a white B-neck T-shirt. Nothing on it. Black white, Wranglers. Probably black hangs. Wranglers. Not only Black Wranglers. He will get his old Black Wranglers and dye them in a <laughs> boiling pot of water to you know, make them dark again. Let's make them fresh. With yeah. black dye. So that, that's Travo. White New Balance. He's never bought with a the new white pair. Newbies. White New Balance. He's never wore a new pair of black Wranglers. He dyes them in his yeah. pot. He I dyes mean, them. He has a black Wrangler I, pot. And I've seen it. Yes. That's true. But uh, so, uh, you know, me and me and Matt are the same age. And uh, we're, we're at his house probably before a basketball tournament. So we're probably eight or nine years old. And, uh, man. <laughs> I, I don't know why I wasn't asleep yet. I wish I would have been. I thought it was weird at the time, but now I kind of hold it near and dear to my heart. <laughs> but 
we got our pallet on the you know the living room floor. And, yeah, so we've all been on the pallet. Yeah, man, I'm I'm watching TV and and Travo walks out in nothing but a white towel, and you know I'm kind of you know not looking at him. I'm not trying to be a weirdo. I'm a little kid, and Travo walks up and <laughs> this is getting very weird. Yeah, Travo walks up and I, and I had blonde hair like Matt at the time. He gives me a smooch on the forehead, said good night, buddy, and didn't do anything to Matt. And I'm sitting there thinking like. My eyes were closed. I'm sitting there thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and a true, like, honest to God story, I did not tell Matthew until we were probably in high school. Like, we went years, and I finally told him. He's like, there's no fucking way. I said, dude, I swear. Like, I, I'm not making this up. And actually, at his diaper party a couple weeks ago or a month or two ago, whatever it was, and I was like, hey, Trevor, how you been? He's like, hey, man. He's like, I'm not going to kiss you on the forehead this time. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> So. You remember that shit? That's oh, so. Hey, when he kissed you on that forehead, she'd be like, "All right, thanks, Dad." That's just like one of those things, that you just, Dad. I, did, I didn't know where you were going with that when y'all said Travis kiss you on the forehead. I'm like, why did he kiss Jordan on the forehead? Because he, him and Matt <laughs> no, probably were not makes, the same size because makes, Jordan was probably no. fat. Oh, but well, they were both yeah, blonde haired. And when you're in a sleeping bag, you can't tell who's that's what fat. I'm saying. Jordan was covered. Yeah, he was probably in a sleeping hair, bag. He was rolled over and he couldn't see my pitch tent. Oh my god! But man. yeah, Travo kissed me on the forehead, and it's it's just a running joke to this day. Matt, I, I think I had to convince Matt that I wasn't lying because for the longest time he's like, "Dude, you're like bullshit." What, first off, first off, why would you lie about that? Yeah, I'm an eight year old kid. I'm not going to tell you the next day. I feel I'm weird. What I'm weird about you, it. What you about to do? With that I, I don't know. Team? I don't know if Shut I liked up, it or not. <laughs> I ain't talking to you. No, but the uh, the deal is, why are we making like, dude? If I could think of something like that to fuck around with my friends with, I would. Exactly. That's, That's too good. Like you're not gonna be like, do your dad kiss me on the forehead? Like I would say, <laughs> your mom kissed me on the lips, or something worse. Something oh. worse. Oh. But like, I'm not gonna say your dad kissed me on the forehead. That's sentimental. <laughs> so like, no one's coming up with that. And yeah. if you say that's something we joke around about, okay. But um. <laughs> Jordan, like whenever you told me that story, I was like, oh my God, Travo kissed you on the forehead. Yeah. I've stayed at his house a thousand and two times. And you weren't lucky enough to get that treatment. I didn't have blonde hair like Mitchell because Mitchell had the blonde hair. Yeah. Mitchell, Matthew, Luke. Yeah. He's he's been kissed by a judge. Not many people can say they've been kissed by a judge. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask XJP Travo to kiss me on the forehead. If you had Travo on the podcast right now, he would, he would tell you about it. Yeah. It it happened. (laughs) He, he thinks kissed. about he thinks about it too. He told you the diaper party. Oops. Yes. That was my bad. <laughs> I won't kiss my you on the forehead. He literally he mentioned it. No more. I was like, dude, this is awesome. Dude, how do you I'm glad you remember it. Dude, that is so when he told me that the first time, I think we were honestly just I don't know. I was probably striking you out in BP. <laughs> and you were telling me about it and you were like, Man Porter was throwing heat. Yeah, yeah, you're like, Man, stop throwing heat. Travel kissed me on the forehead. I'm like, Whoa, whoa. What is happening? What's your favorite baseball movie, Jordan? Let's go uh, through. Actually, your favorite, Damone, your favorite, Grundle, your favorite, then I'll give you the real who's one. Who's going first? My You asked the question. It's Jordan's first, Damone. Then it's you it's because like you asked the, the question. So my favorite overall, <laughs> like I like funny movies, but overall, for the love of the game, with Kevin Costner, old Billy Chapel on the mound. Oh, that's actually a good one. I like it. That's a damn good one. Fucking major league, man. Fucking yeah. No, nah, the sandlight. <laughs> of course, Grundle would say that. The sandlight. I was say little league shit. <laughs> he's still little. He's still little league. <laughs> <side. laughs> 
He's. I'm nah, going, man, but wild thing, man. No, Charlie Sheen. Dude, wild uh, thing. Dude, yeah. Bull Durham. <laughs> Bull Durham's good. Durham. Bull Durham. These are all good movies. Dude, yeah, no, I they're like all the great movies. movies, but let's let's go with Monster the Past. But um Sandlot. He already said Sandlot, man. I said Bull Durham. But um <laughs> What did you say for the love of the game? Yeah, I mean that's more of a serious one. It's just like a it's just a good baseball movie. But if I were to go a funny one, it probably would be the major league movies i think they made two if, or three if i was going serious one it would be field of dreams with Kevin field of dreams is also a good one yeah, yeah for sure build it but, no overall, if you build the it they will come ray yes <laughs> dude how many times have you watched baseball movies since you are you were a baseball player that's not like a real thing no but it is though i heard it was uh i mean i guess not as not as much as a normal person i i've i can say honestly from the time the hangovers were put on Netflix Netflix about a month ago, I've watched them uh, an embarrassing amount of times. They're just too funny. An embar- so you've watched – so I've never even seen two or three. You're, you're missing what, out. The hang- they're the fucking hilarious. They're way better. They're the same. They're, they just get better. If not, they're just You hilarious. don't know where they get the story, but the story is fucking, it's fucking hilarious. Funny. I don't know who wrote the movie or who did the movies, but they're yeah. the smartest. They probably just ever. filmed me. Dude. No. <laughs> the only thing you have in common with those movies is you and Leslie Chow's penis size. <laughs> How did that. I know that was coming, you <laughs> pussy? <laughs> Damn it. This is what I have to live with. This guy. You know, you know what sucks? Is Dude, my wife right likes there. him. My you, wife you likes or Alan. Him. And Tyson just fucking KO'd you, right? Yes. That's what just happened. Dude, that was a great. That was probably the best public burn of my career. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. (laughs) That's getting clipped. That's getting put on Instagram. And I will take my defeat. I'm I'm willing to go with it. On the button. Damn. Right there. He still got it. He still got it. <laughs> he still got it. He still got it. But. I come in, you, you come on the floor. You know? Somebody asked Someone asked a question because I can't. I don't want to get roasted again like that, man. My Dude. ass, I need SPF 50 for that. We need to call ESD, the, the fire truck out here. Yeah, that shit was burning, boy. <laughs> um, P, man, what's the biggest? What's, switch topic. Topics. What's the biggest fish you ever caught? Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Saltwater. Bass fishing. No, freshwater. Uh, bass freshwater. Fishing, so, um, freshwater, and we never did actually put this public. Me and Mitchell did a few podcasts where we practiced, like, with the sound system, and then we recorded it, but we never released it. So, the biggest bass I've ever caught, I'm going bass. I'm not going to go freshwater fish because that's a catfish, you know? Like, yeah. I'm not doing that. Me and Damone have caught some fucking toads. We've had hundreds of pounds of catfish in a boat. But my biggest bass was a 9.54. It was 26 inches long, 18 and three quarters inches wide. Toad. Goddamn. Toad. Toad. I got, I, I, the only reason I know that is because I measured it to get it replicated, and I never did. And um, I launched my boat. And I didn't even kick on the big motor. Was this Toledo? Toledo. Toledo. Yeah. Right right in our cove in Palagacho. And I I put down with the trolling motor like it's probably like seventy yards. And I'm down the bank 
and I'm talking to my, my cousin Ricky comes out on his porch and he's like, get off my God dang bank. You know, like he's like yelling at me and I'm like, man, fuck oh, off. I'm like, I'm like, come on, Ricky. I ain't, you know? So I said, I'm going to go 20 yards down this way. I'm going to catch a fish. So I literally get past this pier and I get pretty close, to like 20 yards. And there's a, there's a, I wouldn't say a pair. It's three. It's three little cypress trees that at the time were sunken underwater. And I cast a black and blue grande uh, brush hog, Texas rig. And I'm just sitting there. I'm talking to him. And then my grandfather comes out at the camp next, like across from him, Dennis's, Dennis O'Quinn. And my grandpa's like, you catch any yet? I'm like, no, nah, Papa, I ain't had a bite. I just launched it. I even cranked up the big motor. He's like, okay. Well, I didn't know it was Papa. And all of his friends, all his old retirees, there's like 25 men with the average age of 70, all in this house. Geriatric as fuck. Oh, yeah, dude. There's just a bunch of old men drinking coffee, probably watching reruns of Fox News, Tucker Carlson the night before. And um, and they all walk in. No one's outside. I just, I just feel it. See my line go across? Shut the hook in. This, yeah. And my rod goes. Uh, I was like, oh, this is a good fish. I was in the nitro. And I'm like, hmm. I was like, that's, that's pretty good. It's getting kind of wrapped up in the trees, but I'm pulling them out. The nitro is called Loretta. Loretta, mm-hmm. yeah. And then it comes out, does the little head shake. And I'm like, oh, shit. No net? No net. No net. I'm like, this is the biggest fish I've ever seen on my line. So I'm on the front, and I'm just I'm fighting them. I go around the boat once. I go around the boat twice. My boat's only like 16 and a half, 17 foot. So I go twice, and then I hear, he's got one on. <laughs> I look up, and the oldest man in the whole subdivision, A.B. Clark, he's like 78 at the time. He's probably like 84 now, you know. I look up, and there's old men. He's running a, down the bank. He's there's the president just a, of the HOA. Dude, there's... He's got one! There's all... There's all these old-ass men running down the bank. I'm talking all of them. There's like 12 old men running towards me. I'm like 10 foot off the bank, and I'm in my boat. And I fight them. I just kept hearing, Don't horse them. Don't horse them. Like, like... And then I kept hearing, Get the net! And I'm like, I don't have, I don't have a net. I don't have a net. And I just kept hearing, Don't horse them! And I'm like, Paul, I just finally said, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Like, because I'm in a very sticky situation right now. I've already gone around my trolling motor and motor twice. I'm on my third, fourth round. I finally just get it up. He just tired himself out, or she came up, lipped it. I didn't even have my trolling motor. I see Chuck, Chuck Land running down the the deal with an official scale weight like a legit like 30 pound like scale <laughs> running down to weigh this some bitch because they thought i had a 10 pounder <clears throat> on toledo ben if you catch over a 10 pounder in the share lunker program program you get a free mount i'm like hell yeah please tell me it's it's this fish correct no that one's a eight uh, that one's like eight eight know, that's still a big ass fish though. that's still yeah, a big fish like, i thought that was it that's no, actually a good one he sent me that one back in the that day. was an eight eight no, that was smaller yeah. than that one. And that's a toad. That's a toad right there. That's a toad. That's that, a hammer. That was almost nine pounds. 
But um, I get up there, and it was kind of like anticlimactic because everybody thought I had a 10-pounder. But it was skinny. Ari post-spawn. But she was on her bed. She was all bloody. I weigh her. And like nine five four, and then everybody's kind of going, uh, uh, like honestly, yeah, they were we'll just go, like, "We'll just go home." Uh, <laughs> and they walked away. I was like, "This we'll is still like, this, yeah, still a big ass." Fish. I'm like, "This is my PR," and everybody goes, uh, oh, man, well, like, like, like everybody was just like, <laughs> "Oh, we were hoping we saw a ten pound catch," you know. So they all walked away, and I'm like, "Fuck, <laughs> like, right, well, fuck y'all, fuck yeah. all of you." Yeah, I so I measured it, got the weight, official weight, everything. I was like, "I'm gonna get this replicated." But then I kind of just talked myself out. I was like, I'll be pissed off because if I would have got that replicated, I would have caught a 10-pounder the next day. Oh, yeah. So I'm just waiting for my free Do The the double double digits, though, if you ever reach the double digits bass fishing, you've done something. Especially, and I'm saying on a lake. I'm saying a a major public lake. Right. Know. I mean, you you could catch a double pound in a pond, but I mean, it's just... Yeah, no, it don't, but I'm it don't, talking about public yeah, water. I'm talking about it don't seem know. real until you catch one on the fucking, and on the lake. I'm saying, like, Toledo's, like, to me, and this no. is just me, personally, I'm not... Toledo, and I'll even say Rayburn, if I catch a 10-pounder on there, Toledo's 185,000 acres. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fishing water. If I catch a 10-pounder on there, you're doing something. Like, you know, yeah. you're singling something out. It's not like going out to these 15,000-acre lakes. And not saying that's still not hard. You still have to catch it. You still have to know how to bass fish. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, not even that. It's the right place at the right time. Too. But, yeah, it's – I'm fishing a major body of water, and that's when I'm going to consider a 10-pound bass caught. No. Yeah. I want to catch it on something where I had to work my asshole off. To, yeah. to get that. To get Anus off. That dog will hunt. That I mean, dog will hunt. I, but I mean, I've I mean, I've also heard of people catching like you know you got all these guys that are uh, whew, excuse me, you got all these guys that are going to these big ass like bass tournaments and shit. Once they let the bass go, where they let them go at? Right the there, fucking next, boat ramp. Exactly. Yeah. Fish next to boat ramp. I mean, I've, I've heard of people catching you know like big nine ten pounders right there at the boat ramp. You know what I'm it, like, that took you long enough. <laughs> I was uh, both. I was lucky enough growing up that I grew up on both Rayburn and Toledo. That was and uh, being at Mill Creek on Rayburn, <laughs> I can't. Favorite, I can't my favorite spot on Rayburn. I can't remember the guy's name, but I grew up reading his sign in front of his camper at his camp. Thirteen nine five. Yes, sir. Damn. Damn. At the time back then, you know that was the early two thousands. That was one of the biggest uh, at that end of the lake that was ever caught. Oh, Holy shit! Thirteen nine five. I would literally shit my pants if I pulled a fish in. Well, like you that. do that Ple- anyway because you still fishing. haven't learned how to do it. But uh, <laughs> it's easier than doing it in the toilet and wiping. Um, there was a lady. How much time? So we have a lady that's fished in our our cove. Excuse me. For years. It was her and her husband. She ran the trolling motor. She ran the boat. We've called her Skeeter Lady. She had a Skeeter boat. We didn't know her name, so we called her Skeeter Lady. Her husband's name was Captain Morgan because he sat in the bottom of the boat with his leg up like that. Yeah. So Skeeter Lady would be running the trolling motor, and her husband, Captain Morgan, would be in the, the middle of the boat, not fishing, just sitting there staring at her. And she was an old leathery woman. Oh, you got some squeezers. <laughs> squeeze, squeeze. Nah, dude, she was built like leather, bro. 
like fucking alligator eyes. She'd seen the sun in person. Oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, she's seen the sun in person. She, uh, so we, we even caught. That's wrong. We even had a hump out in front called Skeeter Lady Hump, like out in the middle of the boat lane. We're like, there goes Skeeter Lady on Skeeter Lady Hump. One time Skeeter Lady came around fishing down our bank, and we're literally just sitting there watching. I say we. My grandfather's sitting there watching. My grandfather's one of those old men that if you start getting in this cove, he already has binoculars on you, <laughs> and he's seeing who the hell you yeah, are. My grandpa was that guy, too. Dude, and my grandpa goes, that damn Skeeter Lady on my... <laughs> so Skeeter Lady's fishing down, and she gets on our, our pier, our literal pier that we built by hand, and she casts up there. Whole sinks you know, into one. Sinks into one. Blah blah blah. She gets up, has this fish. She's jumping up and down, hooping and hollering. My grandpa's sitting there with his binos on her, and he just automatically sets it down. He starts walking to his truck. She throws in the boat. She takes off down to Harbor Light over in Mid Lake. My grandpa walks the truck, drives down there, goes down to Harbor Light, and it's like. Did anybody weigh in a fish here recently? They're like, yeah, a lady just came in actually about five minutes ago, weighed in a fish. Give it and back. He, and he goes, <laughs> yeah. Give it back. That's what, dude, if you would have said that, that would have been ultimate. But he, he, hey, Paul, if you do listen to this, which I know you won't, you missed out because you should have said, give it back. That should be mine. How big uh, was the fish, man? How big was the fish? He asked. He just said, which they knew he knew that she weighed in a fish since he just said, did a woman weigh in a fish? They said, yeah, just here about five minutes ago. He said, how big was it? They're like, it was 11.8. Oh, my God. God. Off the pier where we have just <laughs> all kinds of crappie rot. Oh. 11.8. 11. Give it back. I would burn her house down. <laughs> Dude, she caught an 11.8 off I'm our pier. Joking. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, I have caught. Hundreds. You'd probably catch AIDS before that one, <laughs> dude. There's probably, dude, Jordan, especially you, because I know you can't fish, so <laughs> you have a better chance of catching AIDS than you do catching a five pounder. Jay John, what's the biggest fish you ever caught? No, bigger than you, buddy. <laughs> that's a big damage. I was saying it's a big fish. That's, about a, small, that's a small. That's a small mouth, Jordan. <laughs> So that's actually I used to I saw water. I water fished more than freshwater back in Dude, back in the day. I hate people, and I don't honestly hate it. My wife, first time I brought my wife bass fishing, we're going out and we're just going down some deep point or deep little ridges, basically around <laughs> some humps, and we're catching white bass. And she's we're sitting there fishing. I'm I'm throwing Alabama rig. It was like right when the Alabama rig, the A rig, was introduced. And I'm catching two, three white bass at a time. I'm having a blast. My wife's sitting there throwing a spoon, like a one-ounce spoon. And she hooks up on a fucking starlight, eight-pound test. Just, It's just fighting. And she's just sitting there reeling against the, the test. The, like it's like, still going out. But she's she's going out. She's on. reeling it up. She's not giving a shit. She's reeling up, and she gets it finally up. And I'm like, oh, my God. I get my net. I net it. Oh my god! That's like a. It ended up being like a five and a half pound black bass. Nice. And I was like, me and my my grandpa were in the same boat. 
we chest bump. My uncle's in the boat across from us. We're just like in the big circle just fishing. We're all like, whoa! My wife's already casting out the back. Not even, no excitement. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm holding her fish. I'm like, babe, you've got like a five and a half, like close to six pound fish. She's like, I've got way bigger redfish. Oh my! <laughs> and I was like, not the same. And I was like, hey. I'm not going to call you what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. But you're a this, yeah, yeah, this is a good fish. And she was like, oh, really? Like, she was like not intrigued at all that she caught. She caught. She thought that a five and a half pound bass was a small fish. I was like, this is your first bass ever. It's almost a six pound fish on Toledo Bend Reservoir. It's not a stock pond. It's not a bullshit lake. It's a legit lake. And I just thought it was so funny that she was just never uncrossed her legs. And I just hear her line ripping out, and she's just <laughs> reeling against it, just going. I've caught way bigger redfish. That's the moment you throw her out of the boat. She When she said that. <laughs> no shit. I wanted to slap her with that bass I was holding in my hand. She's like, and I've knock caught her out of the boat. <laughs> she goes, I've caught way bigger redfish. I'm like, duh. Oh, well. Well, no shit. So have I, but there. It's just not the same to me. I don't, I don't know what it is. I guess it's growing up on the lakes, you know, bass fishing and crappie fishing with my grandparents, you know. But uh, don't get me wrong. I love catching flounder and specks and redfish, but going up to the lake, man. I don't know. It's just it's something different. I don't know how it is for y'all, but it's like it's like more of a challenge, honestly. Yeah. Well, the thing is, well, you know, half saltwater fishing is half you know live bait or yeah, artificial. Exactly. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. You can catch largemouth with shiners when you're crappie fishing, but yeah, everything's pretty yeah. much artificial. So it's more well, of a, it's more of a sport to me. I guess, the, yeah. You know? This is my argument with it, and I do both. I love both. I've caught. Big bass or big fish in both, in every genre. Go out, if and if you're trophy fishing, like if you're going for redfish and bass, or even trout and bass, throw out a dead piece of shrimp in the lake and throw out a dead piece of shrimp in the bay, and guess which you're going to catch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not catching a largemouth bass. You're catching a catfish and a catfish, probably. <laughs> yes. More than likely. More than likely. I'm just saying, I've caught flounder, I've caught reds, I've caught trout on yeah, shrimp, exactly. popping corks. I've I've never thrown out a piece of dead bait and caught a bass. Exactly, yeah. Yep. You catch catfish. Like, you have, to, you have to have a little finesse. Just a tiny bit. Not saying a lot. Yeah. And Warhola proved that this week, or two weeks ago, with Mitchell... Mit- Warhola kicked Mitchell's ass out on the lake. And he just straight up redfished on Toledo Bend and killed him. I wasn't going to say that, but, you know, he's sitting right here. <laughs> That's fine. Drinking out of the bottle from the teat. Snoop D-O-double-G. How are we looking, Grundle? He can't okay. read. <laughs> That's was, one thing I will say about Toledo, though, man. It's, it sets it apart from Rayburn is those piers, man, those docks. That's yeah. what that, that Dude, is. It's a structure. Hold, they it's hold, structure. hold some hammers under there. The biggest fish, man, I ever caught was, I mean, so the biggest one I ever caught was about a nine-pounder, but I don't necessarily claim it just for the fact I, I did catch him out of a pond. 
But the one on Raven, like open body of water, he was saying I caught one about she was seven and a half, right at seven and a half pounds. But the difference between that seven and Connor had caught a five pound. We're fishing beach, man, and Connor hooked into one is about five pounds, like I said, about five pounds. And the difference between that five pounder and a seven pounder, like just a the way that it, or the, how long it was and how big it was, man, that seven pounder was, I'm talking about, was 10 times as big as that. You're in Beach Basin? Oh, yeah. I got a tournament there here in a month. Dude, it was, it was just, it was nuts because he hooked into that one. We're fishing late in the evening. And I told him, I was like, hey, man, look, it's getting, you know, it's getting pretty dark. You know, y'all make us last cast. We're going, we're going to shag ass out of here. And, uh, he, like I said, he already caught that five, but we never had a scale. Yeah. Late that evening, I caught that fucking seven pounder. We're coming out of the beach and, uh, we actually, we're getting back to the boat ramp. I was gonna call my grandparents, tell them meet us at the uh, the boat ramp, and I was like, "Hey, look, we got a, you know, I got two fish in the live well. I want to weigh." I said, uh, "Y'all meet us at the, you know, y'all meet us at the boat ramp." I'm like, okay, cool. We're coming out of each. We meet this uh, this other guy coming out. Nathan got on front of the boat, and he was, like, "Hey, man, you like waving down? Hey, we got two. You know, we stopped him. He was, like, "Hey, man, we got two fish in the live well. We want, you know, we want a scale. We want to weigh." Said, All right, cool. He gives us a scale. We weigh him. Connor was like right at five pounds. Mine was seven and a half pounds. I didn't realize the fucking weight difference between them two, or like just how big, how how much bigger a five pounder was from a seven pounder. Like it was just nuts. Just how much bigger my fish was compared to his. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, and she was fully spawned out. I caught her on a swim jig, and she was. I'm talking about fully spawned out. Yeah. But just a difference between you know difference between that fish. I was like, man, that's fucking nuts. Well, the eggs too. I don't know. You probably seen. But she this, was, uh, but she was spawned out. I know, but yeah. I've, uh, biggest one I've ever caught on the, the lakes was uh, not quite seven, but I've caught a nine in a in a private lake before. But have you ever caught one of those large, uh, just a big male, but he was skinny as shit. Yeah, but he was still heavy. But yeah, compared to a, a five pound female that's like this big, but just fat as yeah, it's fucking, fat as a slug. Man, it's know? fucking nuts. On a serious note, and this is the only serious note we need to get into, and then we'll go back to whatever. I'd uh, fuck my light. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna get into that. Fuck no, my light. Credit. I, I had a credit. Um, I had a a fan of ours message tonight or earlier today. His name was Cody Green. Not trying to get in some kind of, you know, sorrow spill. He just messaged, and he messaged in the right way of saying, like, hey, look, I'm a huge fan. I've listened to all your podcasts. I've followed y'all since day one. Like, I love y'all shit. Um, I just had a kidney transplant. I need to, uh, like, he's like, my wife started to go fund me for me, and he sent it to me and said, look, y'all don't have to give me a donation. You don't have to share it if you don't want to. He goes, I'm going to still listen to y'all shit. Y'all are badass, and I love y'all. I was like. I shared the fuck out of that immediately. I, I know. I saw that. Cody Green from, like, Alabama. He's down in Florida right now getting a kidney transplant. I shared it on my Facebook, and I shared it on the Bayou Dragon Facebook. If anyone wants to help out, you can. I'm yep. not. At, you don't have to. By no means, it's whatever, and that's exactly what he said. He's like, "Look, I just know you, I know y'all have a bigger follower than me, and I'm not trying to get it twisted. Like, where I'm expecting a lot of people to like start sending me GoFundMe's to share. I'm not right. going to do that. But he just asked in the the perfect way, where he was like, 
Or where can we find it? Go find me. Well, I mean, it's not even on for my the Facebook. dragons, though, man. That's for him. You know, that no, is for him. Good Southern dude, outdoorsman. Yeah. You know, outdoorsman, firefighter. Needs like a, he needs a little help, man. He needs a little help, and I, I was like, I liked his story, so I shared it. And uh, if you do listen to this podcast and you don't follow us on social media, but you do have a Facebook, Bayou Dragons Facebook reporter May, go ahead and you know, if no. you want to, give him a little donation. You know, I'd appreciate it. Hammer down. Hammer down. But that's all I got to say about in a serious note. I just, uh, he was, he messaged me this whole long thing, you know, and he was like, look, if y'all don't, it don't matter. I'm still going to listen to y'all shit because y'all are badass. I was like, you know, he wasn't asking, like, you know. For a handout shit. He wasn't asking for a handout because he goes, I don't want y'all to donate anything. I just, if y'all would share this, that would mean greatly. And he's like, not even to me, to my wife, because he goes, I didn't start this shit. My wife started the GoFundMe. I'm like, well, of course, the women always do. Like, he's just he's just the one getting fucked. Yeah. His wife's trying to, you know, help him out. Wife and kids, man. Wife and kid. He has a kid. He's like a yeah. – I was looking through his shit, and he's like a, you know, one of those little league coaches and shit like that for his kid. And I'm like, man, you see, he's a dad. Yeah. I'm going to send a – I'll share that because my wife was telling me, she's like, well, now that you did that, people are going to start sending you GoFundMe like shit to share. I'm like, it doesn't matter though. You choose who you want to. Uh, yeah, who I'm going to choose who, who I want. Yeah, like if Jordan sent me a GoFundMe thing, I'd say no. Mm. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, he, you know, he probably looks in the mirror and says, you know, this was presented to me. It is what it is. But on behalf of his wife and kid type thing, he's like, you know, they probably want me to hang around as long as I can. You know, if I if I don't get this, you know, I'm probably not going to be here that long, type thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, I just whatever, whatever little bit, you know, whatever. If anyone does listen to this and doesn't want to help out, well, hey, show me we link. appreciate it. After this, show me the link. I'll, it's on my Facebook. Grundle, fuck. I'm Look at go. Porter May. <laughs> like goddamn, goddamn. I'm just trying to say, I that's Porter I'll, bitch I'll, May, I'll, by the way. <laughs> I'll put some money to it. Good. We we. And we did a little donation. I told him, I said, look. And he was like, he was hoping that we were going to go live tonight with a podcast. I said, no, we ain't going to do that. That's probably not smart because Jordan's retarded. So, <laughs> you never know it's going to come out of there. Yeah, you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Or me, for that matter. You know, it happens. Yeah, I mean, hell, I was trying to ask for it. And I think I got chewed out, but I ain't fucking hammer down. No one worry about that noise. I'm eating chips. I think they can see <laughs> Well, a lot of people don't listen or uh, watch, Jordan. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyway. It would be watch. dumb to listen to your voice, but anyways. <laughs> God. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, never let that guy back on. <laughs> I'm, I should have listened to your brother. Your bro- I'm going to have your brother on next week, and he's going to be like, so my brother Jordan, he's dumb. Damn Yes. Oh. Weren't we just talking about... What story were we going to tell right before we ended? Grundle got a gun pulled out on him. We were talking about fishing this last segment. What are you talking about? I thought we were going to say something else. I don't know, man. I got a bunch of stories. I got convict stories, alligator stories. Oh, alligator stories. stories. Just tell us. What's the biggest alligator you ever caught? Like, went went on a call on. Went on a call? Can't remember. I, I think I went with uh, Gary to Mill Creek and Rayburn. That one okay. was thirteen one. That was a fucking god, man. 
Big, Tell us about that. Big Ray, Big Ray or Big Sam? No, I mean, it went pretty good, you know. Roped him in the boat, and then he drugged the boat around like Moby Dick for an hour until he got tired, and then, you know, we were able to catch him. How big was it? Uh, that one was 13-1. I can't remember if that's Big Ray or Big Sam. That's like four or five of Simpsons. <laughs> or Grundle for the listeners. Yeah. That's a lot of them. Grundle. <clears throat> My all-time favorite, though, was – uh. This uh, big oil family, this guy, the head of this family or whatever, he lived in Midland, Odessa. So, like, in the early 2000s or late 90s or something like that, he went to Louisiana on an alligator hunt. And while he was there, he killed one. I mean, not nothing spectacular, but he caught a, a baby, you know, about a foot long. Well, he brought that sucker home and – uh. This was right around the time of the, the TV show, right before the TV show, I think. And uh, he put it in a stock tank that was, you know, 10 acres or whatever. And he went, and as it grew, he shot prairie dogs and fed that son of a bitch for, you know, a Years. decade. And by the time me and he called me and Gary to go catch it, it was uh, starting to eat his cattle, like his calves and stuff. And it was uh, 12 and a half, I think it was. Yeah, in the middle of the desert. <laughs> Way up uh, where there shouldn't be an yeah, alligator. Now, is, that, uh, yeah. is that legal to keep a you know, a baby alligator like that? Highly illegal. <laughs> but for some reason, the game wardens did not do anything to him. Well, what's that shit called when it ha- like 10 years passes? It's, you know, you can't get in trouble for 10 years ago. Yeah, like The murder. statute of limitations yes, has exhausted Exactly. On that. Does that happen for like just wild game or does that happen for murder? That happens for Uh, most things. Not murder. Maybe not murder. (laughs) I wouldn't say murder. Like robberies, uh, certain things. Child abuse is not one of them. What what was yours, Jordan? You had something like that, huh? Ten years ago. Rape? Oh, God damn. Well, I, I would have been. JK, guys. JK. I would have been. Just kidding. I would have been 14. He's, he's still hitting at puberty at 14. I'm hoping to Monday. <laughs> oh, hey, so if anyone is listening to this. Jordan does not rape people. No, that wasn't what I was saying. I was like, Jordan's dumb. <laughs> Jordan. Dumb. I was diagnosed in college. <laughs> Do you get a check in the mail? Sometimes. Oh, man. His mom still gets it. That's what it is. Dude, Leslie. Tequila is already. It's weird that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the beep. Beep. It's weird that your mom asked me out. But um, <laughs> my mom tried to teach you how to read, but you're too damn stupid. <laughs> Moron. Dude, your mom taught me how to read and more. <laughs> We're not going to go she into She taught it. me Braille as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, know. I, I had your mom in sixth grade, Porter. <laughs> yeah, in sixth grade, I wasn't worried about you. Hey, yo. <laughs> you were hey, still yo. on a Bud Light can in sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> I, used to, <laughs> I used to ask her politely because I couldn't do it by myself to take me to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably shit in the urinal. Hold on, guys. <laughs> I have my waiters in the truck, okay? I'll go put them on. Just wait. This shit's getting deep. It's getting fucking deep. And we can't voice. keep going because me and him will start cussing at each other. No, I ain't no, y'all go at it. No. I want to see who gives up first. Oh. 
this this won't be posted if that's if that's the case. Nah. Yeah, no. If me and him I mean, let's cut that, that section off. Yeah. <laughs> it would just end now. It would be I like fuck it, they're gonna cut this section off. Now anyway. <laughs> you'd be surprised how often me and Porter do this. Do it. Go ahead. On the count no, of three. One, two, two, three, go. There's a lot of viewers saying you won't. Exactly. One, two, three. People down here starting to murmur. Yeah, and they say you don't have the you balls don't to have do the it. balls to do it. Go ahead, P-Man. Oh, look, he's flying. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, P-Man. No, it's cool. Then he blows I, his as soon as we finish this podcast, I'm going to let oh, him he's have getting, it. He's oh. getting the business. He's going to get. Hey, no biz on the gator on the gator subject though. Matt calls me. I'm getting off work on days one day. He calls me. Hey, man, what the hell are you doing? I got off work. What's going on? He said, hey, man, you go ahead and cut this gator over and cheek. I'm like, all right, well, how big is this fucking gator? It's got an S on it. Cheeks. What's that, cheek or cheeks? Oh, cheeks, te- cheeks Texas. Cheeks. Were you on the south side or north side? South side. Cheeks. Yeah. So we get over there. Gary, Gary had told us that this gator is every bit of four foot long. I said, all right, cool. We get over there. Every this- bit. It's huge. No, just listen. So we get over there. This gator, he said, "Hey, it's four foot long." I'm like, all right, I'm thinking it's easy going. It's gonna be easy catch, whatever you know. We showed up. This old black man walks out. Hey. He's showing us. He said, "Hey, man, look. Here's a covert. This is where the gator is." He said, "The homeowner is not here." He said, "We're just the neighbors. We called it in. We saw the gator going as covert. Yeah, I'll catch it." I'm like, yeah, cool. So I get over there. We show or we showed up. We talked to the guy or whatever. I looked in the covert. I look back in that covert. I'm like, Matt, this gator ain't four foot long. He was, how big is? It? I said, no, this four and this, a half. No, nah, this gator's every bit of six <laughs> foot, seven foot long. It's a big song, like, bitch. Like that song, six, foot, seven, seven foot, eight, eight foot. foot. Huh? Yeah. Huh? No, seriously, that's how that's how it went. Uh. So, how big the covert was? I knew this gator couldn't. He there was no way this gator was gonna be able to turn around and get me from yeah, if I was if I was a, if I was to come in from the backside this gator was never going to turn around. And Say that again me. if you were to come in from where from the backside. Anyways, uh, mm. when I never mind, <laughs> never mind. I was nah, gonna say so, something. I usually can't turn around. <laughs> hey, so I come in from behind this gator and I push this gator out with a push pole. Matt, he grabs or I push this gator out far enough. Matt grabs his gator. I'm talking about we. I mean, we hammer down on it. We pull it out of this fucking big-ass covert. The whole time, I'm sitting there trying to make a good image for Gator Country. I don't want to be cuss. I have a tendency to cuss like a son of a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Well, this Gator. Cuss this podcast. Exactly. Whatever. I'm pushing this. I'm, I got a push pole, and I'm pushing this Gator out. Matt goes, all right, Simp, hop out. You know, we got. I got pretty much of his jaw, the way we're able to put a, uh, put a noose on it, be able to grab his Gator by the jaw, and we can drag it out real quick. I'm like, all right, cool. We grab his gator, we you know, we drag it out, we bring about the gator crunch, and this son of a bitch was seven and a half foot, almost eight foot fucking long. And Gary <laughs> He had, was way off. Dude, Gary had like no bullshit. We got we showed up to Gator Country and Gary had told us, dude, this gator's every bit of four foot. Four foot, four and a half foot. And this gator was seven and a half foot long. Like it was a, like me and Matt had a when me and Matt put it in the back or the uh, the bed of this, this gator or gator country truck, I didn't know how I was gonna be able to put it back there. Like, honest to God, this gator was so fucking big. I because was like, the gator weight or because of how tall you are? No, how tall the fucking truck was <laughs> and how tall I am. <laughs> Just kidding. Asshole. What a dick. Dude. I am a dick. Dude, it's insane. <laughs> Dude, I ain't playing Fortnite with you ever again. Oh, Dude, it's yeah. insane how I'm many home, more home runs Grundle's hit than you, but. 
<laughs> so have y- y'all have had Swamp Seeker on the podcast, correct? No, two or three times. Yeah. Okay. Did, did the viewers know him as Swamp Seeker or is it Andrew? Probably Swamp. I don't think we called him by Andrew. So well, one, he has multiple names. Yeah. Yeah. Texas Naturalist. I don't, I don't know his Instagram. I follow him. But anyways, we used to hang out a lot. And uh, Shit. Yeah, man. You're a piece of shit, Grundle. Come on. Let us finish the podcast. No, so so me and Andrew, or Swamp, used to hang out a lot. And uh, one time we're all on the bayou, and my parents live on Taylor Landing. We have a little cove that goes to the back of their house. And uh, we we get back from frogging one night. You know, we got some frogs, not too many. We're just on Taylor's chilling, drinking beers. And uh, we get back to the the dock at the end, and Porter, you know Mark, my stepfather. He uh, he's yeah, a, he adopted me. Yeah, well, mm. he's sitting there smoking his cigarettes, and and uh, Swamp's like, "Hey, ask your stepdad, Mark, if I can if I can go catch that gator." And it was like a five and a half, six foot, but you know, because it was a little cove. But Mark was like, uh, "Is he serious?" I said, oh, "I mean, he he does this shit like." I'm, I'm going to drive him around. Like, he's just asking your permission because you live here. I mean, you don't own the water, but, you know. And Mark's like, uh, if, you get, if you get bit, it's not my fucking fault. And he's like, oh, no, fuck it. And Mark Mark's impression was that he was going to, like, grab it while he's in the boat. No, I'm driving Andrew up to it. And Andrew just, or Swamp, just fucking jumps out of the boat and, like, just form tackles the gator. And it that the in the back back there is probably, like, five feet deep. So, he's, you know, his head's sticking out of the water. But he just grabs it and, like, kind of brings it up, and he has it. And my stepdad, Marshall, was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is not normal. This is normal to us. That was hilarious. That was, that was back when we were in high school. So, you, did, you, funny did, did you graduate high school? I graduated college. Damn. I can't I can't answer that question. They Somehow I got away he with it. He went to college, so obviously. If you go to two different states, I don't think they really check your records. Yeah, because you went to Arkansas. Arkansas, yeah. they only shake your teeth count, dude. <laughs> and I think you still have all your teeth almost. I think I'm missing one. That's because I knocked it out. Uh, <laughs> you big bitch. <laughs> anyway. Um, I want mm. Dude, Swamp Seeker is fucking crazy, man. I'll hey, yeah. tell you that. I have that seen dude. that dude curl up a four-foot cotton mouth in the palm of his hand and like almost kiss it on the head. I'm like... Yeah, fuck that. What in the fuck are you doing, man? And he goes, dude, they're... He's like, look how beautiful this thing is. And I'm like, beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. Me man. and you have two different... Don't get me wrong. The dude knows his, like, science... Like, he knows when they bi- strike. Biology stuff. <laughs> on a vast amount of things. Herpetology, everything else. That dude knows his shit. He knows how to handle most of the animals as well, but... And can fucking blow a duck call. And can blow. I'm glad you said duck call. A duck call, man. I mean, he's the leading man for uh, sure shot game calls. So that's sweet. All right, we're gonna end on that one, Jordan. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I must went. As per usual, I'm gonna end off with thank you for all the listeners and everybody that has followed us from day one or picked us up. Along the way, um, I guess I'm the only OG that's sitting here, but I do appreciate Grundle, Damone, even you, Jordan. I do appreciate you coming in and sitting down and being a part of this podcast, even though you suck. But um, <laughs> thank you all for listening. This will be out here in a few days, so whenever you all hear it, it won't make sense that I just said that. 
So, anybody else have anything to say? God bless titties. <laughs> Hope I get invited back. You will, Damone. In some more depth. <laughs> you will. You will. Next time, maybe it'll be a one-on-one so we don't get, you know, lost in all the BS that Jordan and Grundle throw around. But, Grundle, I do appreciate you coming on. Now, man. It's actually you and Jordan. It's the only animosity yeah. I feel. If there was a wall, I'd be perfectly fine. <laughs> Dude. And it'd probably be a lot better if Jordan was sitting where Grundle is, you know. Across Dude. here, it's just like battleships. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I love the glasses, but I just, you, uh, just your face. <laughs> Guys, just so you know, we end this podcast here in like 30 seconds. We're going to have them wrestle out in the yard. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but naked. The, uh. Dude, and y'all are going to see. The outcome will be posted with the, yeah. We'll yeah. The, actually, the outcome. I win. But, uh, I win. Thank y'all for watching. Thank you for the support. And, yeah, we'll try to get another one out here in a few days. And this is Bruce Buffer. Yeah. It's time. Appreciate it, guys.